Late at night, Friday night, and we're somewhere in Queens. You're right here with us in fucking Queens. This Friday night, we're in fucking Queens. Oh, it's Friday night, and we're in fucking Queens. It's Friday night, and I'm in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in the garage. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my I'm listening to Life in the Midwest, fucking Europe. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O R I A M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody. This is Killing a Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite radio station? Live from the Brudge. Look at the cycle logs into this shit. <laughs> don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, baby? John Hulan, fuck you. Yeah. All right. Enough with the, the cursing. It's too much. This is a language. You need that. Yeah. Pe- people cursing at me. Fuck's wrong with you people? You <laughs> I people. I yeah, figured out the high pitched squeal problem, but then I was as I was playing that song, it was going in and out. Like I, I, I uh, put on the gate. I like. <laughs> I think you were gonna say because Mario's not here yet. As they say in the industry, I dimed the gate, <laughs> and then all of a sudden uh, you could hear it like grabbing it and stuff. But we'll see. That's fine. That's fine. It's much better than it was before. Yeah. I don't hear yeah. it at all. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. I'm going to turn this down anyway. <laughs> Just if it makes you feel better. I don't hear yeah. it. Does it sound okay out there? Thank you, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage. We are back after, what, two weeks? Three weeks, three technically. Weeks. Even though we played a uh, best of two, uh, three weeks ago, and I was on the air for... I, I did, my intention was to, just to... Uh, introduced the best of yeah right it was yeah, yeah. right it's john's a- going solo <laughs> believe me the last thing i want to do is be on the air by myself it turned into a two and a half hour soliloquy yeah. it's a call-in show he's going full rush limbaugh right <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something ladies and gentlemen yeah i went on a political rant a right-wing rant and uh see this is the problem ladies then, and gentlemen then people started calling in like solely and a couple other people and i talked to them for like an hour <laughs> i listened to it it was it was entertaining did you yeah, yeah. No, the last thing I want to do is be on the air by myself. It's frightening. It's terrifying. I don't like it. And, uh, yeah, that's what happened. And we'd feel left out. No, I don't care about your feelings. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we would. I have to pee, John. Should I just march through your house with my boots on? Yeah, go ahead. The whole kitchen's torn apart. Enjoy yourself. Okay, so go anywhere. Yeah, go anywhere you want. <laughs> don't worry about it. The just whole... find a drain. It's all good. Yeah, there's, the whole house is a mess of dust and dirt anyway because of the kitchen construction. Go uh, knock yourself out, sir. So what are you you're going to be done with that in two weeks, huh? What? Two weeks? How long is it going to take? I heard, I heard St. Patrick's Day is the uh, <laughs> is the magic day. I never put a, uh, a a deadline on these things because I've been there before and nothing ever goes no. according to schedule. So when's it going to be done? Everything? Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. What was that? The money pit? Two weeks. Right. Two weeks. <laughs> so everything will be done in in quote unquote two weeks. Right. Right, which means it's done when it gets yeah, done. Get it done when it gets done, exactly. Right, and then you take a uh, panel out of the ceiling, and squirrels fall out, and <laughs> you got a bigger problem. Kazoo, uh, <laughs> kazoozers of the year. That's a little cheap trick reference. Nice, because uh, we do have Dax Nielsen, the cheap trick drummer, calling in 
at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be uh, speaking with him. So very nice, Kazoozers. Kazoozers of the year saying, live from the renovated kitchen, St. Patrick Walsh's Day, who drove all the snakes out of Woodside, and <laughs> funny uh, comments like that on the chat box. Hopefully we'll still have all this chat box justice when we move over soon to Nope Radio. Radio Nope. Is that, what, uh, what does that stand for? Uh, I don't know, but we could make up an acronym or okay. whatever, whatever you like. So, so how's, when's that going to happen? Two weeks? Um, two weeks, yeah. <laughs> Everything's two weeks. Um, actually, Conan will be here live. Get out. Live in the studio with his radio partner, Brenna Betts, on uh, March 20th. Uh, yeah. and <laughs> Stick around. You want to check it out. I slipped into radio voice there. <laughs> and uh, he will be coming in and will hopefully be... Uh, up and running, running and ready to uh, announce and unleash this radio collective station, which we'll be uh, broadcasting from in the future, which will have uh, you know many different radio shows on them and constant twenty four hour programming, which I've been listening to. Like I just put it on during the day, we see what's going on. It's all fucking like great, awesome music. You don't have to worry about a bunch of jewels talking, except for us, pretty much, and just like two other shows. The rest of the time, it's gonna be like all music that we like. That's great. great. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it, too. I want him to get the chat box up and running. Everything will be the same. We just won't be on a live stream, I guess. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to meeting Conan. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to punch me or hug <laughs> me you? when he meets me. I never Hi. had him before. <laughs> Take that. Gush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't think he will punch you. There's no fighting in the garage. Throw everybody out of here. Uh, yeah, just grab him by the scruff of his uh, cowboy collar. What's the worst scrap you ever had in this garage, John? Uh, not nothing bad. I mean, you know, hairdo and uh, and the beach went at it for a couple seconds one time after the replacement show. We all met up here, but uh, there wasn't really a scrap. It's like a friendly fight more than anything. yeah. It was like, kind of like I'm gonna take a swing at you, but I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, nothing really happened. Mm. So that was pr- that's pretty much it. I mean. I've had people flip, uh, flip like the chips over and stuff at the poker table. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty, pretty lame way of showing your dissatisfaction, just upsetting the chips. Yeah, just like chips everywhere. It was yeah. really bad. I think it might have been Mario. Really? Was it? Or maybe I don't know. I forget. I don't know if it was him. I think my brother once. Yeah, your brother threw some chips one time. That was that, that was Mario. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. I, I've been asked to step outside a couple of times. I'm really? fine. Yeah, I throw chips at Mario. I don't even play poker. By whom? Uh, Brendan asked me once. Wow. I got him going one night, and he he took exception to it. And I, th- I thought he was going to jump on me. My friend Brendan Burt was over here today. Uh, I had a cup of coffee with him. His mother passed away, so we'd just like to uh, say yeah. rest in peace, Mama Burt. She was yeah. a good woman. Great yeah. woman. She worked for um, Pan Am. Pan Ams. And then uh, later Delta, I guess for like 40 years, she was a, a flight attendant. She was great. She was a funny lady. Yeah. Good woman. It was nice to see Very Brandon. Very welcoming, too. She always let us come and hang out over there. Yep. Brendan had this house in uh, Douglas Tron, like the crappiest house. And it's like a nice neighborhood with these mansions, and his house is like a shithole. It's awesome. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of terrible. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I, I meant, meant it in a good way. Like, you know. I meant it in a good way. Well, yeah, I <laughs> That sucks. Thanks for having me over. <laughs> I put my feet up on the couch. This place is fucking blows. John just enters through a window. <laughs> Subtastic Dan on the chat box. You are right. It is the best attic ever. One time I punched holes in his sheetrock in the attic when I was drunk. I regretted it. And then I went over there to fix it. And I didn't know how because I was dumb. It was before I knew how to do any kind of physical work. 
<laughs> I went over there. Kitchen. I went over there with like a, a bucket of plastic, thinking I could just stick it in those giant holes and it would be fine. I'm like, why is it falling through the holes? This sucks. <laughs> but that was like a trend up there, wasn't it? Everybody punching holes in the Shira. Yeah, I don't know. I made it up for, to him when I, I moved his radiator and his sink. <laughs> the torch, his pipes closed and there stuff. So I fixed it. I, I made it up to him. Sorry, Brennan. And uh, rest in peace, Mama Bert. A little while. We're going to be interviewing a member of Cheap Trick. I'm very excited. As am I. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Mm. I'm sure there are. There are. I'm told there are some some legal issues that we'll, we've got to kind of avoid. I guess you know my 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 attitude towards an interview is I should ask whatever I want, and then if God, the guy doesn't want to answer, he doesn't have to. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like I can't answer that, right? Right. So, but we'll we'll try to avoid that topic, and uh, you know we'll feel Dax will give us the lead on that. Too. You know, there's they can't talk about ongoing legal stuff. There are lawsuits going on between both parties, I believe. The old drummer, Bunny E. Carlos, and the uh, remaining three members of the band. So we have plenty of other stuff to talk to him about. I got a list of questions. It looks like a psychopath. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like you should be in a cabin in the woods. I know. It's the ramblings of a madman. It's my manifesto. <laughs> Ted Kaczynski over here. <laughs> Zed Kaczynski. That's my big zero. <laughs> oh man, should be locked up. Should be locked up. I'm in here freezing, scribbling things on a piece of paper to ask guy from Cheap Trick. Well, we're very excited about that. Everything's going to be awesome. Everything. It's going to be the best. We got the best of Volume 3 is ready to go. So when we have an off show next time, we'll play that. Thank you, Tree Void. It's the best of... He's getting much better at these. Like, I mean, not, not that the first two aren't good, but he's like, you know, he's 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 making, he's making tightening it up. Maybe maybe we just got better. <laughs> yeah, that's possible, too. <laughs> could have something to do with it. He's tightening it up. I like it. And, of course, Mr. King doing the another hilarious and original intro. So we'll be hearing that soon. Nice. Looking forward to that. Yeah. So uh, we wait for Tommy Rockstar, of course, as always. <laughs> Mr. King, also thank you for sending me a, a picture of Tommy that he's drawn. <laughs> I love how I'm outside. I'm parked illegally. My van gets stuck, and I'm just like, fuck it. I got to be in on time. Yeah. And I just leave the van in the middle of the road and walk in. Tom's <laughs> not even here. <laughs> oh, you were covered in snow when you came in here, too. There he is right here. <laughs> I like how Ryan walks in at 7.56. He's like, I'm early. <laughs> I've been out here busting it's my ass for two and a half hours fixing all the technical problems. No help. <laughs> hey, Tommy, I figured out what was wrong with your microphone. What's that? You'll, you'll never guess. Uh, it wasn't plugged in? <laughs> What's that? No. It wasn't plugged in, though? No, that, that, that is a problem that your mic is plugged in, but that, that wasn't it. What was the problem? Your mic was always buzzing because it was pointed at the Budweiser sign that was on. Believe it or not, it was oh. picking up the frequency oh, it will, yeah. of the neon sign. Yeah, oh. it was the big transformer. I go, it. let me let me fix Tommy's mic. And I, I put it on and I grab it. I'm like, shit, it's still buzzing. I go to take it off. I pull it towards me. It stops. I move it towards the sign. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. You know what? I never even noticed that that sign was on. Yeah. Because I'm so obsessed with the fact that there's two light bulbs out in a row there. And if I move that <laughs> light bulb to there, that they would all be even. Right. <laughs> right. That's all I look at. OCD <laughs> bastard. You're right. It's gone. 
It, yeah. There's no buzzing. It was it was picking up the uh, the uh, fucking electromagnetic field. Yeah. Of that transformer. Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense now that you say it. <laughs> I looked at Pat as I said that to see if I was right. <laughs> and he didn't right. he didn't shake his head no. So I'm with you. <laughs> it's all good. It's your show, John. What are we Sorry. gonna do? Your microphone is like uh what's his name? Michael McKeon from Better Call Saul. You guys don't aren't watching that. <laughs> I'm watching it. He's got a you know the electromagnetic sensitivity. Could it's be happened. Su- it's yeah, happened, John. It's a thing. I got sucked into episodic television. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You watching it? I am. You all caught up? Uh, yes. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, a little slow. I blame the Pims. <laughs> it's good, though. This, like guy's it. a, this guy's a cord cutter. He doesn't have a television. So Who? Greg, Greg, yeah. Craig 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 Prim? Yeah. yeah. So they don't have a television, so they had to come over to my place to watch the show, which in turn got me sucked into it now. Has anyone ever heard of Hulu? <laughs> Does anybody remember laughter? I don't know. I, maybe I might. I started watching it on regular TV with like commercials and stuff. I'm used to watching things without the commercials, and maybe I think it's slow because I need to watch. The, I have to watch the commercials now. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe that's you know affecting my uh, you know opinion of the pace. I actually th- dove in back to The Simpsons recently. I haven't watched in like maybe a decade, and uh, I watched the last uh, season in full. It's still fucking relevant man that's it's great yeah. it really there's you yeah. know people complaining that it died down it kind of didn't it's still like a lot of inside gags it's great you know yeah <laughs> gregory prim on the chat box thinks it's funny <laughs> some hawaiian music happening over there <laughs> i don't know what that is is that your electronic cigarette is that me <laughs> i think so yeah. it is me i'm free from sorrow your phone just started playing hank williams for no reason <laughs> knows what i like <laughs> good phone <laughs> Reminder, play Hank Williams as soon as you go on the radio. Hey, Siri. <laughs> we're figuring out all the technical exactly. problems. We're going to get a cease and desist from his yeah. estate. I think we're okay. It sounds. Uh, I think people would tell me if it sounded like crap since I changed some settings. So We're in. No, it sounds good. We're in. How yeah. You, yeah. How, yeah. how you fellas doing? Doing good, man. I haven't seen you in three weeks. No, been uh, uh, palling around with uh, superstars. Sick of you already. Oh, <laughs> listen to this shit. So you, Tommy meets a, a, you know, a superstar beyond... Superstars, correct. Where's the station ID, buddy? <laughs> Dude, I could. <laughs> uh, let me tell you a story, though. Funny story. How, how funny is that? I separately met Tony Bennett. That is crazy. I still didn't get it. I didn't. Could, I, he didn't know where he was. I was gonna give him the station ID. I hung out with Lady Gaga for a solid ten minutes at the like this divey ass bar. You hung out with Tony Bennett where underneath uh, Lincoln somewhere over there in New York. Where, where'd you hang out? <laughs> yeah, the uh, Lincoln Memorial in D.C. That's it. Yeah, cut myself short there. <laughs> Um, and I can't believe neither one of us walked away with the station ID. I know. I was standing there for like five minutes while they were trying to decide whether to walk in the rain or not and ask him where this place and this place was. And I'm like, I got my phone ready to take a picture and I'm ready for the station ID. And I'm like, ah. I'm looking at him <laughs> and he's just like, he's, he's 88. Wow. Yeah, you that's know. right. I mean, I'm sure, you know, he just, did, I didn't want to bother him. And also I was there in an official capacity. I couldn't right. really do it. That's crazy. Cause she's like 28, you know, and they had, they pal around together. Right. Well, you should see Tony Bennett's, uh, Brajol. Oh, yeah? <laughs> He's got like some 45-year-old long-legged blonde in a fur coat. She was looking good. It wasn't his daughter or something? Nah, I don't know about that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a weird pretense. I, you know, without getting into it, Martin and I took a little split, so I decided to try my hand at Tinder, right? Right. So- <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gaga was you on there. Might- you swiped right. <laughs> Lady Gaga on Tinder? <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> Not exactly. But no, we're Martin and I are cool. We talk every day, but we both like openly like this. Try to take a little break, do our own thing, go on some Tinder dates separately. So she, you know, I tried my hand at this garbage. And man, what a fucking bunch of crap. But that's a whole other story for later. So this one girl, she's all right. She's cool looking, you know. So we end up going, uh, deciding cool to. Cool looking. <laughs> 
<laughs> was she wearing sunglasses? <laughs> we, we tried she to was on a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> she was like Poochie, the rock and dog. She only knew. She had a leather jacket. So we did, we're trying to find a place to hang out. Justify him about 6%. <laughs> she... She ends up picking this place on the Lower East Side, this kind of shady little dive bar, which I won't mention by name because right. the staff there is pretty cool, and I don't want to blow up the spot. Okay. But we end up going there, and this place is so fucking small. It's like half the width of Trash Bar, you know, like just totally narrow. And <laughs> Did I get you fit in there? Barely. Just fucking barely. <laughs> and I, get I there, assimilated rather well, thank you. you oh. know, I'm a little late, you know, maybe 10 minutes or so. And uh, she's already there at the bar, but there's like the bar. Oh, crazy. that's major. Fuck, you can't do that. Yeah, well, no, but the whole thing was fucked. Like she, I, I, the only place I could talk to her is from behind her. So like, you're on a first date and you're talking to some chick from like behind her because she's sitting and there's nowhere to like the walls right there. It was just bad. Oh, uh, and uh, what? We, Wait a second, she, you're uh, not facing each other? No, because the, like imagine where you guys are sitting right now and right. then a wall a foot behind you. That's how small this place was. Okay. So I had to like squeeze behind her and be like, "Hey, so I'm your blind right. date." <laughs> Very awkward. Very <laughs> Don't awkward. look me in the eye. Right. And so we start talking, and we have some friends in common. You know, the one thing leads to another. It's an hour or two hours. It's kind of, she's a cool girl, but. Start making out with the back of her head? No. <laughs> and it, it's like, it's like three hours in, and like, it's just not going that great. I'm like, oh, yeah. Why don't you call an audible and change the venue? I, I was going to, but Let's then, get out of here, man. <laughs> I was about to just peace out on my own, saying, yeah, I'm, you know, it's, it's tired, it's late, so. I go out for a smoke, and one of her friends comes over, and she's like, hey, I uh, just want to let you guys know uh, Lady Gaga's heading over here, you know? And we were like, oh, well, I guess I'm not that tired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's getting a little wet. Oh, oh. Cool. Second wind. Exactly. Do you put that on the tender that you smoke? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, I don't, and a lot of girls on there say, like, if you're a smoker, swipe the other way, get lost, you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. The weird thing about Tinder is people. Do you lie and say you're a vegetarian, even though you're not? <laughs> well, yeah. I don't. I don't place. You, I don't know say you that. do, but I do state my height because apparently people are obsessed with height on Tinder. So it's just like if you're below six feet, don't even bother. Wow. Do you have a picture of you with the tiger? People are so shallow. That's a pat nail the two. There's a huge crazy tiger thing going on in Tinder. It's so weird. Like there are even. Have you ever seen the girls with tigers? There's girls with tigers too. L- Thankfully, no. <laughs> I've <laughs> never been on a Tinder date. I've never met anybody from right. Tinder. So but awkward. I do enjoy going there and swiping the shit out of people. Right. Right. Dog out. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is when people like these girls will post pictures of like two decent looking girls, and then you're like, oh well, it, th- then that's their leading photo. But the next photo, it's got to be her. And the next photo is two girls. And the following photo is two girls. And mm. you can't figure out who the fuck the girl is. Exactly. Especially like, when they're all like blonde and Aryan <laughs> right, looking. Right, right. So you end up on a date with like a, a tiger yeah. and a lion. But every, every girl's little disclaimer is like, if you're, if you're shirtless and have a photo of a tiger, please swipe the other way. So huh, okay. it's a weird thing. <laughs> but anyway, back to Lady Gaga. Right. So I'm hanging out and all of a sudden, uh, you know, we're in the back of the bar and fucking 20 minutes later, like Mike, we actually, she rolls in and. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm friends with all of her. Is she on a Segway? <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with Lady Gaga's friends. You know, like uh, we have a mutual group of friends, you know? Right. You're in the little monsters. Don't lie. <laughs> I don't know about that. And uh, so these guys start rolling in and they're all like, hey, Tommy Rockstar, long time to see you. What's up, man? Come hang out. And uh, they all start coming in and uh, just random people from that whole crew. Uh-huh. How do you how do you know the Lady Gaga uh, crew <laughs> from a, like um, your merch deals? No, from like hanging out with like Tony Lynn and like the rock oh, okay. scene on the Lower East Side. Right, know? right. There's a band called the Dirty Pearls, and yes, I've heard of these people. Yeah, and they're they're good bros, and they all hang out with her, and uh, 
they just they've done their merch, but that's besides the point. And fucking, they're all hanging out. And there's a guy named Brian Newman who's a really great trumpet player. He's been uh, playing with Tony Bennett, and he rolled up, and all these people. Oh, I know Tony Bennett. <laughs> Good guy. Good guy. And then all of a sudden, she rolls in, and fucking, it's amazing how the paparazzi already knew she was there. Because the minute she gets out of the black car, it was like, click, 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 click. Oh, oh yeah. The bartender probably called somebody. Yeah, somebody. These bastards, they're on it. They just follow them around like, you yeah. know, police scanners. I don't know. So she rolls in. <laughs> And uh, ham radios. <laughs> <laughs> Is she on a crime spree while on the way to the bar? I don't know, man. I don't know how they fucking do it. <laughs> and they just take over the back where we were hanging out. So uh, you know, it's a, it's a strange feeling. And but I, I knew like to psychologically how to like kind of Jedi mind trick her. Right is to not talk to her and not focus on her, but instead focus on her friends, who are my friends. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This way you're not, you don't look like a, you know, you're, you're hanging all over. Exactly. You talk to the other people. Eventually, you'll, you'll exactly. get into the conversation. But I, like, really, like, ramp that, that shit up. So I start talking to them, making jokes. They come over to me. Oh, my God, how are you? Da, da, da. And she starts noticing, like, who the fuck is this six-foot-five guy who's getting all this attention, and I'm not. <laughs> right. So she comes over to me, and she puts her fucking hand on my fucking shoulder. Dick, oh. No. <laughs> And she's all like, hey, what's up? Like, as if I totally fit. And, you know, I just still kept talking to them and not to her. <laughs> I just kept it going. <laughs> Out of the way, Ron Wood. <laughs> I just want to meet her just desperately just so I can be like, hey, what's up, Steph? Yeah. Well, it's Gordon. Fu- it's fu- Gordon Shumway. It's funny that you say that because then we were both trying to walk down this little set of steps to go get a drink and it was kind of like oh you first no you first and that's when we started a little conversation right and i actually called her steph and i was like hey steph can i can i just can i just tell you something you goof i I had to and she's like uh yeah sure and i'm like listen i gotta tell you man like uh not for nothing and you don't need me to tell you this but your uh performance of the oscars was really like something else like i'd never seen you sing like that i I gotta tell you it's like a like a career defining moment you know and uh, she, her eyes just lit up from the compliment. She was super sweet, and she was totally listening to every word. And I'm like, look, you don't need me to tell you this, but I just, I'm really proud of you, and you should be really proud of yourself. And da da da. And uh, we just started rapping and talking. And she, she told me that she had rehearsed for two months for something like eight hours a day. Uh, right up until that point, she told her manager not to take any other gigs. Like that's the, was her whole focus, right? And she's short. She looks short. Compar- yeah, she's yeah. pretty short. So they're Lady Gaga hours, though. They're two hours in mere mortal time. <laughs> I still haven't watched this performance of Lady Gaga. Oh, the, you got to see this. Yeah, oh, I don't know. It might, come on, she's my no, dad. She's no Julie Andrews. What she sing? Somewhere over hey, the rainbows. Or no, some no, shit? no. My dad, who who came to America and the year that movie came out, said he saw it seven times the year it came out. He was a huge fan of that movie, and Julie Andrews said that she sang it better than Julie Andrews, and that's my dad. So that's, you know, you got to see it. It's really great. You better get them checked out. <laughs> check is that a check? But Julie Andrews is on Kinder. <laughs> Kinder. That's actually pretty funny. Oh, thanks. Thanks, buddy. We're doing a fucking radio show here. Get tight. <laughs> oh. Everybody's cheering for Ronald. There you go. There's your drop uh, chat box. They were all worried that I haven't played a drop since the beginning of the show. <laughs> no, here's the fun part. So as, as I say, like, uh, you know, my piece with her. And we're talking, she fucking loses a Lady Gaga nail, right? Ah, uh-huh. and you put it in your pocket. Well, so she starts freaking out, and she's put it like, on eBay. She's Dude, on, you get like fucking 10 grand. That's what shit. I'm talking about. If you, totally. If you recall the to little that, monsters all pull their money together oh, and buy yeah, that shit, and then it's dude. like, all right, you take it for one week. 
and I'll right. have it for the next week. You take a picture of her hand yeah. to show that she had it yeah. on her hand, and then That's you, what you should up. do. You meet Lady Gaga, you're like, can I just? Have, can you like give me like a tissue, a piece of gum? Seriously, you, some you know, DNA. Anything. Give me an eyelash, anything. Yeah. And but make the, her in a lab and then send her to school and pick on her for 18 years. <laughs> if you recall the episode, we were talking about that with, what was it, Beyonce or something like that. Remember you were saying, oh, no, no, uh, yeah. Mariah Carey. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 So, I, I like to tell the same jokes. Th that's exactly what I was thinking. So she's looking for this, like, fucking, like, talon of a nail. It's like this massive red nail. And so she starts putting, like, an iPhone light. I can't be Lady Gaga without my nail. Exactly. And she starts... My image! <laughs> <laughs> What are you building? Sideshow Luke Ferry. <laughs> An 18th century carousel. She starts looking for it with the flashlight, and I fucking spot it, and I try to like cover it with my boot so she won't find it. So I can, Sorry, like, Pat. I, I, before you go on, I just realized that I referenced the wrong Simpsons, and yes. you were talking about Elvis Costello. That's before, correct. Before Ka Ka Kaiju's lost act, his glasses. Yeah, yeah. jumps down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> nice save, John. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, no, but I see this fucking talon of a nail, and I try to hide it, and then she like kind of sees it, and she's like, oh, there it is. And so I'm like, oh, here you go, and she walks off. And I was like, fuck, that was like a mortgage payment right there. Yeah, man, you fucked up big yeah. time with that. So like, anybody see my nail? Nope. nope. Not me. List that on Creep Bank. <laughs> oh, it was like a fucking crazy-ass talon-looking thing. It was nuts. So you got to go on another date uh, with Lady Gaga? Uh, Lady Gaga, maybe. The the girl I went out with, she's cool, but I don't know if the chemistry was there. Did you, did you feel like uh, you could have, like, you know, I don't know. Did you feel like when you were talking to Lady Gaga mm -hmm. that you could have like made something romantic happen? Like at the end of the night, you're making out in the bar? I would have if it weren't for the fact that she's engaged to this hot stud from L.A. right now. So yeah. She's ready, getting ready to get <laughs> well, married. Take it easy. He <laughs> <laughs> was, was wasn't homosexual. Tommy <laughs> really likes that guy. Yeah, no. exactly. Look this guy up. He's like... Uh, I think, I think, I think nope. he's, looking, he's looking for him. <laughs> No, so I think she's very happily engaged to, to oh, this dude. So. Engaged? Yeah. Mm. So how does, it, how does it end? What happens? So it ends. She leaves? You leave? No, no, no. What so happened I'm, to the date? Where's your date during Dates all hanging this? out. We're having fun. You know, I, it's hard to try to talk to her with this whole party going around. Was your she, date excited that Lady Gaga was there? Yeah, but she she's more inherent to the the bar. She, she knows that whole scene there. So it, was, oh, so it wasn't a big deal Yeah, for her. She's seen this before? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After the show, tell me what bar it is. I'm going to go in there every night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I'm, hey, I know you. I never heard one song you ever did. <laughs> I heard you sing that German shit. How'd that go? And then I know I'm just hanging out and having drinks. And uh, it's really weird when she, you know, she was one of the last ones in and one of the first ones out in proper rock star style. Right. And when she left, she actually came over to me, tapped me on the shoulder, said goodbye, asked for a hug, and left. Where is she? She's from New York, right? I think she's from. Uh, she's from Bronxville. Yeah, Westchester, right? Ah, I see. Mm -hmm. around the way. She live around in the Lower East Side I think, now? Uh, yeah, I think she does, and I think she's got different properties, obviously, around Probably the Lower East Side. Going down there. Lower East Side at this stage. You see her uh, walking her dog with Derek Jeter's and stuff down there? <laughs> I got to give her credit, man. That girl, for all the bullshit people give her. I she, got nothing against the she, Gaga. She's from around the way, man. What do I care? She was trying to make it in the underground music scene at the Annex and Ludlow Street and all that shit before anyone right. fucking was around uh, for a long, long time. Yeah, it's weird, quirky pop stuff, but people love it. And uh, Did you lecture her on her meat suit while eating beef jerky <laughs> and telling her you're a vegetarian? <laughs> I didn't get a chance. <laughs> oh, man. I love your uh, German singing, but that meat suit, that's got to go. <laughs> Have you met my date? She, she hasn't turned around in two hours. <laughs> no, but actually, on that tip, and then I'll shut the fuck up. Is uh, I had a really oh god, no, right. I had yeah, a really. It's only been three weeks. I had no material. Yeah. No, no, I have plenty of stuff to talk about. Too much stuff. Yeah, it's been a while. 
No, I had a really great conference call with, and this is going to throw you guys. <laughs> Tim's on the chat box saying, okay, so Lady Gaga went into a fucking bar. <laughs> That's true, Tim. That's Go right. ahead, Tommy. Don't, don't be discouraged right, by right. the chooch box. Chooch box. Um, I had a really great conference call today. With a- Why the long face? <laughs> oh. Go ahead, sorry. Lady Gaga clomps into a bar. <laughs> I don't have any horse sound effects, goddamn. <laughs> Jesus, this isn't Jessica, Sarah, whatever. Sarah I was Jessica referencing Parker. her shoes. I wasn't calling her a horse no, face. I, I, was I can't even think of what she looks like. Big, sh- big shoes. Good looking gal. Good looking gal. Um, you guys know what ag gag is? Nope. You guys know? Anyone know? That's a, nope. It's an open tuning. <laughs> AG. Uh, no, ag gag is the uh, horrible process of putting a stop on media exposure of uh uh, the horrible atrocities happening in far- factory farming, right? Oh, right. So I know what this is. You can't go to a factory farm and film, take pictures, report on Correct. it in any way. Correct. Right. And the fact that- I think Tim J- DeJong is the lawyer behind that. Oh, uh, get out of here. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, He's on the no. chat box. He's <laughs> busting his lawyer ball. So uh, that it's ag gags are really fucked up thing, and more and more politicians are getting paid off to uh, to support it. So there should be a lot more transparency in government with that kind of stuff. And so I had a really great conference call with like this preeminent fucking- just hero of a dude who's fighting that shit um, in Washington D.C. and right. he's all in with the the vice guys and he's all in with the, a bunch of different people trying to bring exposure. You can't to fight the beef lobby, man. You nuts! Ah, he's this guy, man. This guy is trying hard. He's a great. Yeah, Tommy's dude. going to dress as a cow. Like <laughs> Two part, me and you, buddy. Yeah, there's a pita woman as the ass, and she's got a camera sticking out the butthole. It's a whole scene. So him remember, and I, remember when we worked at the fancy food show, John? Yes. <laughs> What was that all about? <laughs> we were taking tickets uh, on, on the side a long time ago, 20 years ago. Okay. Ticket-taking gig. A wow. bunch of protesters showed up. Did wearing, they? Yeah, they were protesting full gras, maybe, or something like that. Yeah, so. They were all dressed in bird costumes and <laughs> causing a ruckus, and we were in our break eating hot dogs like chumps. <laughs> Standing there clowning them. <laughs> you know, you're working at the Javits Hell of a protest. There's nothing to eat around there except street hot dogs. No restaurants around there. Mm. You got to walk 10 blocks just to get to a bar. Right, 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 right. Yeah, well, this this is this is a little different. That's like uh, this guy's really just doing great work, and so we had a call today, and uh, I made a pledge to help him out in his efforts. And I don't know exactly how I'm going to do that, but we did talk merch, and he- <laughs> <laughs> love to help you out, new t-shirt. No, but like in a in a very pro bono way, you know. So uh, I think me and, and Marta actually, I'm anti bono. <laughs> Marta, who's a great designer, we're going to work with this guy to uh, help his efforts and it uh, feels good to give back right. a little bit you know <laughs> good good for you man dude it's cool man Do i like that you consider that giving back but you know that's a start no i something. mean it's just i'm not gonna make any money i'm just gonna put my time yeah. and sweat yeah that's the definition of giving yeah. back <laughs> is not making any money <laughs> well i might even like <laughs> give and pay you know what i mean like right. uh yeah. we'll see but yeah. it feels good to, to help somebody who's fighting for a great cause so right. that, that's cool very nice very nice tommy yeah. very good were you going to say something, Ryan? I was going to ask you if you uh, tried to arrange a deal with the Lady Gaga about uh, merchandise. That would be sweet. So is there a second date with the girl that you went to the bar? Uh, eh. <laughs> we'll see. All right. So <laughs> You know where to find her. Yeah, you got to tell the next yeah. girl, on oh, my last Tinder date, <laughs> we met Lady Gaga <laughs> and hung out with her. So you yeah. no, got a lot no, to live up to. No second date. Kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Lady Gaga. Tommy running a whole line of horse shit on Lady Gaga, saying all the things he's capable of. He's Bob fucking Mackey. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, and he's running out. He buys a bedazzler. <laughs> I can bedazzle your merch. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sequins, no problem. I can do that. Man, I've done that too many times. 
Uh, what am I obsessed what, with, studs? Crazy Bob? What, obsessed with what? Oh, with the back of Tommy's date. And <laughs> <laughs> I can make easy jokes here, but I won't. The Tinder's, Tinder's really strange because that shit came out after or in the middle of my five-year relationship or whatever with Marta. So it's a very weird thing to get used to. And like Pat said, it's, it's really just for looking. You know, it's not, it, I don't know. All right. A lot of crap on there. Let's put it that way. Well, I don't know. I've never, I've only seen it on like Dan Dara's phone. I'm just, I'm just not looking for anybody. Yeah. That's the thing, you yeah. know? And like when I actually match with somebody, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> get, get the hell out of this bar. Actually, it's funny. Too sweet. It's funny you say that because I got like, you know, whatever, three, not a lot, like three or four or five matches, and I just froze and was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. You know? No, but I mean, like, like I, I will message them. Sure. But nine times out of ten, they just won't even reply. Yeah, same, same. You know? Because uh, they're there doing this, the exact yeah. same thing. But it's an awkward I, platform. I figure if you're going to fucking play it, that's the very least you can do is if you match with somebody, send them a message. Just be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Absolutely. Blah, blah. Dan on the chat box saying, it seems to be mostly hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I've actually been... It's hard. This is bad for radio, but... It, it has, go, it has on blown it. up. There was, there was a little moment there where, where it, was, it was actually real people for right. approximately like the first six months, and wanna, then it just turned wanna, into a train wreck. You want to go on a date? Thanks, facts. You want to go on a date? Thanks, facts. How about you? You want to go on a date? Thanks, facts. Hmm. Not, not having any luck here. It, it's, this isn't great for radio, but you sh- I've been taking screenshots of... <laughs> it's, it's horrible for That's radio. Not, not at all good for radio. <laughs> Like, here's one that says, okay, here's the deal. I'm a mother of six. That's right, six children. All right, anybody who starts with, okay, here's the deal, I'm out already. <laughs> I don't need the fucking disclaimer. Here's the deal. I have six kids and they're hungry. All right, here's the deal. If you cannot support me and my six children, please swipe the other way. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be a gag. Dude, it's, uh, that's a goof. Dude, let's see what else we got here. All right, hold on. There's another one. A woman... There was a woman with eight children and had a picture of an Uzi. Her and an Uzi hanging out. Okay. Now, wait a second. What? It's not real. I've been told that this is a local thing. Yeah, it's by it's like by zip code. You're not allowed to have an Uzi in New York. You can set the proximity. You can. You know, maybe she went on hunting. Yeah, she went hunting, right. Who yeah. the fuck knows? Oh. Maybe, she, maybe she's an ISIS. Okay. I don't think anyone's allowed to have an Uzi. Are we allowed to have Uzis like Here. in Texas and what stuff? Do you, John, I'm going to show you a picture of this girl. What do you think? Well, she's... <laughs> she's very pretty and uh, she doesn't have crazy eyes at all. She looks like she's just murdered six people. I have a whole like subfolder of crazy eyes girls Christ. on here. Christ. Yeah. It, lo- it looks like a poster you see on the side of Caroline's Comedy Club or something. <laughs> My Uzi of Ooze. She's opening for Mario Cantone. <laughs> Star of Sex of the City. We'll be right back with and more Steam stuff. Pipe Alley. <laughs> Here's this girl, right? Okay. All right. There's I know a that girl. A girl with uh, tattoos and green hair. And very, very this is what she writes. Cool. She writes, you're all annoying. This is nonsense. <laughs> to pass- <laughs> she's, she's, she's nagging you already. Yeah. I haven't even met her. This is nonsense. The past time when I'm bored. If for some reason we match, don't be a creeper. And by creeper, I mean a weird perv. Uh, that there's no way you, you don't know that you're a weirdo. If you have pictures of cars, I'm going to assume that you're a transformer. Unless you slipped and busted your face on a treadmill. No one cares about your gym selfie. Fuck off. Wow. <laughs> I like her already. Yeah. She's got a lot of opinions for somebody who laid around for 50 hours getting all those dumb tattoos. You got moxie. I like that, kid. You got spunk. I like one's... a spark. This one's for Pat. Pat, does this look familiar? She's got a tiger. Oh, yeah, tiger picture. Let me see that. 
Oh, she's behind a real tiger. Yeah. Oh, is she photoshopped there? I don't know. What, don't is that code for something? Here, this is another girl. This is me. Me, me once again. Tom, Tom says this is for Pat. I completely go right past the tiger, and all I see is the girl. <laughs> like, I don't girl. know what you're talking about. People, people are posing with actual live tigers in these pictures. I guess. I think that I means understand. they want to have sex <laughs> with a tiger. <laughs> Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering? This is a nice girl named Lola. You see her right here. Okay. She has her eyes closed She's in the in picture for some reason. <laughs> Brad Weisenberger in the chat box saying, every woman on social media has a picture of her catching a fish or wearing a fake mustache. <laughs> now that's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Is she throwing out slices? <laughs> that's Italian with a mustache. Now, without, without revealing her name, this is the girl I went on a date with that night. Oh, let me see. Give me that phone. I want to <laughs> see this. Oh, she's very cute. Not bad, right? Yeah. Her name is... A, no, I'm just kidding. You got to look at the back of the phone. <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> said, over. It's, it says uh, when Tommy asked her on a date, she was two miles away. Now she's 47 miles away. <laughs> she's running. <laughs> and, on the, and increasing. 49, 50. <laughs> now I got to go find another city to live in. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's pretty. How, why wouldn't you go on a second date with her? I don't know, because maybe there was a discrepancy of, uh, you know, other things. Like what? Like her body form. Oh, Jesus. What, are you Adonis or something? No, I just, maybe you should be a little more straightforward. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he forgot his chloroform. <laughs> now, what about... <laughs> hey, uh, you want to see something in my trunk? <laughs> No, closer. A dead body. Now, what do you guys think about it? Help me with this couch. I have a broken arm. <laughs> what do you guys think of a girl like this? Now, please explain how this works to me, all right? Okay. How does this bit work on radio? No, I don't know. I all right, know. let me see here. I flip, flip, flip through the, to that way. The... Okay. What's, what's wrong? Oh, all right. <laughs> left, left to right or right to left? Do what? I don't know. You're going to uh, see a pattern? What? The, there's a pattern of she's a dude. Yeah, I know. She's well. She's got funky eyebrows. Yeah. What's the problem? What, what are you? Fucking, That's okay. Somebody's got a hangnail. She painted on eyebrows with a spray paint gun. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Fucking knock her out and trim them while she okay. sleeps. You know, spring chicken yourself, my friend. Dude, well, uh, this is All true. Right. I'm I, I'm all uncomfortable right. with looking at, yeah. at looking right, at girls' right. pictures and judging them. I think it's creepy. Yeah, it I'm, is creepy. I'm not down with this. Okay. I, it's I, a horrible I, bit. I have said nothing <laughs> but nice things about all the pictures you showed me. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Respect women, everybody. That's right. My son listens to this. Don't go. Your son with who's got more uh, Instagram followers than <laughs> exactly. the second. He's got uh, twice the amount of Instagram followers as live from the brush. Please throw your phone out the window. Thank you, son. Mm -hmm. I love you. <laughs> Don't grow up. Don't my, do podcasts. My other son is at the Brooklyn Nets game tonight. His friend has a birthday party, and they took him to the Nets game. Nice. Oh, wow. It's freaking cool. Yeah, they got like courtside net seat. They're playing the Phoenix Suns. Whoa. Are they? Should be, should be a dynamite <clears throat> game. That's a lot of scratch. Uh, no, I don't know. I do you know. courtside on a Friday night. Wow. Well, maybe she has some corporate hookup. I don't know. I heard they're playing the Cornwall so. Dragons. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, they're playing the Bayside Raiders. <laughs> I run through walls. The Flushing Flyers. <laughs> call me Big Hawk. I'm trying to get that guy in the show, man. It's not going good. Who's this? Johnny Brennan of the Jerky Boys. Uh, what's he saying? We, we he didn't him. answer me. Uh, <laughs> we, I harass that guy like every day. Is he from around the way, Ryan? Is he like around here? Yeah, he's a Queens guy, uh, but I don't know confused. where he lives now. I'm a little confused about this because I remember 20 years ago uh, there was two different parties that were claiming to be the Jerky Boys. Oh I, yeah, and one of them I know lives right over lived right over here on, on 165th Street, right by and the train station. No, I can tell you exactly but, what's going on. Kamal and uh, Johnny hate each other. Oh. Kamal did like the uh, Egyptian magician. He did Kissel. 
You would do those voices. Johnny Brennan's like Frank Rizzo and uh, Saul Rosenberg. And they, they don't like each other. It's like a slash and axle thing, it sounds right. like. Right. Uh, yeah. Kamala was from the west side of Manhattan because my cousin Tommy knew him, and they put him in the liner notes. And uh, Johnny, I think, was from Queens. Hmm. And begin. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll try. I'm going to try to keep softening him up and what, hit him with another message. What about the other guy, then? If you, if one guy won't do it, let's get the other guy. <laughs> let's soft, soften him up with pure harassment. <laughs> Sir, yeah. are you interested in game shows or not? <laughs> oh, he like you know. You'll post some goofy, uh, goofy ref- jerky boys reference on his page, and he gets right in there. Everyone's jumping in. It's funny, right? And you get you get likes on it for a week and a half. I like to interact with my fans. Sizzle chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, is Harrison Ford in your news? He's not because you know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's over, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, he's dead. I have to say something about this. <laughs> You know, my friend, this guy I used to work with, this guy named Cyril McLavin. What a God name. rest his soul. He died. Guess how he died? He ended up a small plane crash. Right. Oh. He crashed off of uh, off of Long Island in a small plane, and him and his buddy drowned. Oh. Because he's one of these plane hobby guys, and they build their own planes and shit. There's an, there was another guy who, uh, it, was, it was like maybe a month ago, who like landed on the fucking Grand Central. Right. Or Northern State Parkway. Captain Sully? He lands on the parkway, like, with traffic. Thank God he doesn't kill anybody. And they're asking him, oh, are you, you going to fly again? Oh, yeah, I'm going to fly again. No, no, you can't fly again. <laughs> you're fucking done. We're taking away your license. How do you, what do you mean you got to fly again? These fucking hobbyists are falling from the sky. And everyone's like, oh, we're, we're worried about Harrison Ford. Fuck Harrison Ford. Fuck Han Solo. These guys are putting us all in danger. He's landing on a golf course. It's like, oh, uh, I hope he's okay. How about the fucking 600 people on the ground you're putting in danger because you're a baby and you're, yeah. and you're like, I need to fly in the sky. You can't fly, you fucking man, baby. Walk on the ground and stop it. He said <laughs> right in Indiana Jones that he doesn't know how to land. That's yeah, right. I know. Well, John, let me tell you, John. Stupid fucking little planes around. They're totally unsafe and crashing them on top of my head. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm sitting. I'm sitting in my kitchen remodeling that shit. Buddy Holly aircraft. This guy's gonna crash into my house and light it on fire. John, I gotta Fuck tell you, I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you. I can't stand those. Planes. Who was the dude who crashed into John McEnroe's parents' house? Remember that one? Yeah, there he is. It's John McEnroe's parents. They've, they've been working their whole life. Working exactly. class family. Exactly. Only get blown up by some jadrul in a plane. What about Corey Lytle, the Yankees? Remember that? Right. Here's a guy crashing into an apartment building in Manhattan because he's right. tooling around the plane. Oh, you got money. I'm going to tool around the everybody plane. Thinks it's, everybody thinks it's 9-11 part two. It's like only a year later that this happens. Idiot. I sincerely didn't think you could do that. I didn't think you could just jump into a private plane and go, oh, let's go over the East River. Like Thurman, I didn't even think that was possible. Yeah, Thurman, yeah. Thurman Munson. Is a, he's another <laughs> one. Right? I'm fucking he's at the height of his head. career. <laughs> he's at the height of his career. He's uh, the Yankee captain. Yeah. He's dead. Let's crash a plane into a bunch of other people. That, yeah. Like, I have nothing to do with planes. I don't care about your stupid hobby. Well, he, just put a hunk of metal in the sky. It's going to kill us all. Fuck you. Actually, you know what's crazy? Is, uh, Thank you. Friend of the show, Shafe the D, Shafe the Dark Lord, was actually smoking a cigarette on the Upper East Side in a balcony. I think like you just made up a new nickname for his nickname. <laughs> And he saw that Corey Lytle crash in front of his own eyes. He wow. saw that happen right there. Right. It's a guy with too much money, too much time in their hands. They tool around in planes all day, endangering the, the citizenship. <laughs> speaking speaking of planes. But, but it's, never, it's never like a regular plane. 
if it was like a Cessna or like something modern, it, it's always like some vintage fucking right. piece of shit. Exactly. With like a 1930s Rolls yeah, Royce I put engine. It, put it together myself in my garage. Well, yeah, exactly. Like another better impression on that hot shot than be in a Star Wars movies and and fucking turn a wrench on my plane, then fly it in the air and on top of people's heads. Hell out of here. Let's sing. <laughs> hey, baby, what's that drunk monkey doing flying this plane? <laughs> Can I get a can I get a drum roll and a gong? If you're ever um on YouTube, you, you ever hear that YouTube? Go on uh, and watch the the kids in the uncensored kids in the hall, Buddy Holly uh, <laughs> bit with Kevin McDonald playing Buddy Holly. It's fucking great. <laughs> yes, Tommy with a big announcement. Yes. <laughs> I would just like to point out that I turned to my right and noticed the beautiful self portrait of myself hanging uh, on the wall. There you go. There's your Mr. King hand drawn photograph which I, I would have put into the frame but the frame is professionally framed it's uh, too it's too good it's, <laughs> I, I, i'm not happy about it at all total sleazeball i look yeah. like a like a mexican drug lord <laughs> <laughs> like like you 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 figured out like like how to break his magic superpower because he can't draw eyes that's the secret yeah. <laughs> then you put that on it. instagram Tom. you got you your eyes cockeyed like the rest of us uh, you know what? This is going to Instagram right now. Yeah, you don't have. Why aren't you in charge of the Instagram? Uh, we got to we got to switch that Here, over. Yeah, I'm going to give you the. Uh, no, you should password. make that your profile pic on Tinder. <laughs> Actually, that's a good idea. <laughs> so you you spoke uh, you spoke earlier I about. I think that's the Instagram password. Use that. You spoke earlier about the Nope dealy, right? Yes, yes. We spoke briefly about it. When Conan comes in, we'll explain the whole thing. It should be a lot good. of fun. Let me just yeah. tell you. Because I need a lot of it broken down. I don't know what the hell he's yeah, talking me about. Neither. Can I just and say, you know what? I'm really bad at it, and Tommy's really good at it. And he's like, let me talk to Conan. I'm like, you guys talk. and they, Because you had questions that uh, I... That I love Conan. I love him. But can I just tell you, that guy can fucking talk. He can type like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's very wordy. It's great because I'm the same way, but like you know, I realize, it made me realize how much I fucking type. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, you know, if you guys don't cool it, old man Neutron's gonna have our heads. <laughs> <laughs> old man Neutron, no, I love him to death. He's brilliant what he's doing with this. It's great, but like, wow, we're gonna so get called into the Nope I, offices. I'm in <laughs> the Nope offices. It's a big building on Fifth Avenue that says Nope. Right. Well, the idea yeah. is that will be a collective. Look, fellas, do you want to be in the Nope business? Because <laughs> I want to be in the live from the barrage business. Come to our Nope seminar. Hi. Have a seat. <laughs> Sit La- down. <laughs> I want to talk to you for a minute about your LaGuardia Marriott. <laughs> God, Conan's my boss. <laughs> Conan's my boss. It's my worst nightmare came true. <laughs> Conan's doing a great job. It's a he lot is, of he work. Really is. He's trying to get committees set up for art, for internet, for social media. Yeah, we got to work that out. I am so slammed with things going on in my life. I only have very little time to like dedicate <laughs> to that. Go <laughs> on Tinder dates on yeah. weekdays. These fucking idiots in their planes. But Stupid. we'll work it out. Sorry, BRW. Anyway, right, a guy and a wife and two kids. It's great. Speaking of BRW, I want to tell you. Don't go on a fucking single engine plane by yourself flying around yeah. like an idiot. Dummy. Stunt flying. Yeah. I'll see you later, kids. Yeah. I also want to make a pledge. I, you could make the argument that anyone in a car is under the probably more danger. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Especially me. Pat, you remember that time we were in uh, JFK Jr. We were in uh, Greenport or Jamesport, way out in Long Island. With uh, we were with Gallagher. Yeah, and we were in Laurel Lake. Yeah, and we were swearing there was a stunt pilot going back and forth doing uh-huh. tricks, and then all of a sudden, 
the engine just died and he started falling right towards us <laughs> while we're in the water. We're like, holy crap, let's get out of here. That's what I'm saying. And then he fired up the engine and, and, and left. He did it on purpose. Oh, <laughs> he, got a, he, he pulled the string on the fucking lawnmower engine he put in there right. in his fucking garage and sciatic. I thought this guy was going to land on us. <laughs> That's the problem. You, one minute you're in the water worried about like a shark. Next minute there's death from above. I was more afraid of the lake. I ain't getting in no lake. Yeah. Yeah, we had leeches like stand by me. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was pulling them off your ass with my teeth. Oh, was, God, no. I, was, I refused to get in. I went on a boat. I sat in the sh- <laughs> on the shore smoking fags and drinking beer like a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting in that green fucking shit. I went on a boat ride with Gallagher Something in Greenport. swim up my dick. This summer, and uh, it was uh, it was cool. He 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 had fun. He Gallagher knows what he, he's doing. He had fun. Yeah. I mean, I Gallagher knows what he's doing. <laughs> By the way, I just want to uh, toot my own horn for a second here. Um, uh, Gallagher posted a picture on Facebook before of of his broken hammer. I saw that. Which says Gallagher on the handle, and he's like, this day can't get any worse. And I said, you're supposed to smash the ripe watermelons. Thank you. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> his name's Gallagher, and his hammer broke. Get it? I can't tell you. Every time I bring Could you up- break it down? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there was a comedian- Okay, go on. He had a mustache. Oh, okay. His bit was smashing fruit. Oh, what is that? Yeah, you want to take a break, and then when we, at nine o'clock, hopefully, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll talk to Dax Nielsen of the band Cheap Trick. Yeah, yeah. the band Cheap Trick, the American Beatles, twenty million records. I am what forty years. Super psyched. Super psyched. Yep. Oh my god, so psyched. I have a lot of new music to play too. I have uh, some new rutabaga. It sounds fucking oh, great. Yeah? I got new rutabagas. I got new body futures. I got new hungry man. Oh damn! I got new Metallica. Whoa! <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Metallica uh, down on Anger Street. <laughs> Street anger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have lots of stuff. Here's Shiny Destination by the Rutabaga. We'll be back after this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, is this Dax? This is Dax. Hey, Dax. How's it going? This is John Houlihan of Live from the Barrage. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks so much for calling in. My pleasure. Really appreciate it. To, uh, Australia, so I think I we get this under our belt. I see that. There's a big tour in Australia. Cheap Trick has coming up with Billy Idol. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Have you ever met Billy Idol? I don't think so. Maybe <laughs> when I was a young young lad. But That sounds like fun. <laughs> I used to drink a lot back then, so who knows. Yeah. Oh, you done done with the drinking? <laughs> well, until, until this interview is done. <laughs> start up again. Dax, thanks so much for calling in. I want to, I, I did want to ask you about that, uh, the the touring you know around you're the you're the new guy in the band you're the young guy is there much partying yeah. going on now that you're like or is everyone just kind of like just chilling you out? know every, everybody's pretty much uh pretty much done with that around the in the band except for um the crew guys you know they, they still whoop it up a bit now and again right but the band's pretty uh it's pretty mellow scene huh yeah yeah for the most part i think everybody just kind of they definitely did more than the average human being will ever do right. in about <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> that that amount of touring is, uh, you know, it, it could wear on you. You realize after a while, I would imagine, that uh, you can't you can't party like that every night and uh, go out and play. No, I mean, I'm about 30 years younger than every guy in the band, and, and I get exhausted with our tour schedule. I mean, I just counted. We did about 180 days on the road last year. So, you know, a lot of flying, a lot of wow. buses, a lot of cars, a lot of boats and airplanes and you know, lots of shows too. Right. Yeah. Hey, Dax, it's Tommy Rockstar. How are you? <laughs> hey, Tommy. Good time to talk to you. Hey, man. Same here. Thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. It's too long. I'm sorry it took so long. Hey, man. I know you're a busy guy. Like we were just saying, you're traveling all over the world and our, our uh, schedule is up and down. So it, it, it totally worked out in the end. So that's great. Definitely. I'm glad to be here. Where are you right now? I'm at home in Rockford, Illinois, the lovely uh, number three most dangerous city in America. <laughs> <laughs> is it? No, it is. it's the third big, biggest city in uh, Illinois, I believe. Yeah, no, I mean, if you look at list of Forbes.com, all these places keep saying it's the most dangerous, the most miserable, but I call it home, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your dad never left, right? And have you ever left, or are you guys all, you've lived in Rockford? Yeah, I, life? I just moved back a couple years ago. I went out to L.A. in 2004. There about six years, and I went to Nashville for about a year. But yeah, you know, I was gigging the whole time for the most part. And then when I moved to Nashville, it was shortly after where I got the cheap trick gig, and figured I had to live in Rockford if I had the cheap trick gig. You know, right? That's a great gig. How do you, how do you <laughs> feel? Not bad if you can get it. Yeah, right. How, how old were you when you got that gig? Uh twenty nine. So it's been next week will be five years. Not bad. Wow, five yeah. years already. And how many tour dates is that? Oh, geez. I think we did, like I said, about 160 last year, something like that. So right. times five, that's plus that's 700 probably yeah. that I've done so far. Are you are you sick of it already? No, not just getting started. <laughs> I like when Dax checks in at the airport, he's got his own little lounge going, right? The Dax Nielsen Lounge, right? The, the Dax X International Admirals Club, actually. Yeah, <laughs> if you ever go through O'Hare, go on, go on Facebook, you can check in and I'll, I'll make sure to... You get free drink <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that. Hey, Dax, this Please is uh, this is uh, uh, Patrick here. I was uh, when you you said you were out in L.A. and uh, and in Nashville and stuff like. Were you session drumming or a, a little bit of both? Uh, when I got to L.A., um, long story short, I had a few numbers from musicians I'd met, you know, throughout the years, and one of them was a guy named Dusty Watson, who he's been in a million surf bands and Agent Orange. 
he's with a band right now. Oh, shit. Drawing a blank. Anyway, uh, so anyway he, he played for Dick Dale. And oh, sure. Long story short, I got the Dick Dale gig because um, he left to go play for the Super Suckers. So about six months into living in L.A., I got the Dick Dale gig and did that for about three years. Just touring the world with Lunatic, Surf Guitar, uh, the king of Surf Guitar. So yeah, da- Dax, him. i got to put this together. So because of Dick Dale, that's, that must be how you met Jake from Rocks Off. Exactly. Yeah, Dick Dale and Jake are <laughs> no, does, Is there anybody on the earth who doesn't know uh, your friend Jake from Rocks Off? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> guy gets around. He's a, he's Jake a, is a wild man. He's a wild man. One minute he's building like huts in Tibet, and then he's a, you know he's skydiving off of uh, Mount Everest. He's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a genius, but he's also like the craziest guy you've ever known. So. Jax, we've had Jake here in the studio. Actually, he was a really fun guest. Yeah, he's really annoying. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he did a podcast on every one of his tattoos, and that was about a hundred podcasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too self-serving. We, we love Jake though. Yeah, it's awesome. yeah, so I guess after Dick Dale, I went and I started a band with this girl called Allison uh, Monroe, Allison Sudol, and then the band was called Fine Frenzy, and we got signed to Virgin um, for a bit. That was short-lived, and then we opened up for Brandy Carlisle, who's this amazing singer-songwriter that just put out her fifth album, I think, uh-huh. and through the opening for her, I got hired by Brandy, did a few years with her, and then a few other bands, and that led me to Cheap Trick. There you go. Cool. And now, is it is it weird uh, touring around with your dad? Your dad, of course, being uh, the great Rick Nielsen. <laughs> uh, it's not weird at all. It's pretty, pretty amazing, really. Yeah. Um, Were you guys always close? You have a good relationship, or? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I mean, he was gone. Uh, I mean, they toured more, you know, than yeah. more back then than any other band. So than right. the average father. They <laughs> yeah, they they slowed way down, and they're still doing six months a year. You know, so he was gone eight, nine months a year when I was a kid, at least, you know? Yeah. Right. Is but it t- he was always a great dad. He was just not, you know, not there much, but right. on the summer, summer breaks, I get to go on the tour bus for three months. And, you know, <laughs> most kids didn't do that. Yeah. I was going to ask, what are some of your first memories like growing up, you know, in the family of cheap trick, like the, you know, the, any, any special stories as a really young kid? I don't I mean, I guess, you know, Rick would have parties a lot, you know, yeah, many, yeah but they'd be in here. Japan and you'd be home in rock. Anywhere. Pretty much anywhere he went, but, when I was a kid living in Rockford, you know, if anybody played locally, Guns N' Roses came over on their first tour oh, over really? the house. I was, I mean, I would have been <laughs> six or seven. Right. But uh, famous story, I, I think they got super drunk and Slash tried to take Rick's hat off and Rick punched him in the face. So, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, why, why not? You know, little stories like that, I kind of remember. Nice. But, you know, just having, you know, Tommy Lee coming over and, you know, checking out the basement. You know, saying, oh, man, I need a crib like this. I remember him saying that, and then five years later, MTV Cribs was on. I was like, wait, he's been calling it a crib for, he's so cool. You know? <laughs> he's way ahead of the curve. Here, wait, yeah, I'm going to go back for a second. Your dad punched out Slash? That's that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I was like I said, I was probably five or six, but that's a story I've been told nice. throughout the years. Did Slash get knocked out? or? No, I don't think so. I, you know, yeah. Rick has a, he's a guitar player, so he doesn't want to hurt his hand. So I think he's. <laughs> He held back. Yeah, but really, where's Izzy? That's do you, what I want do, do you call your dad Rick, Rick uh, like in normal life? Uh, well, you know, I just it's become a thing. No, I call him. I don't even know what I call him anymore. But <laughs> hey, you. you know, hey, hey, Pat. I think I call him Pat, Pappy or. Well, he's, <laughs> we, have, we have a bunch of my brothers have have kids, so they all call him Grumpy. You know. It's, it's, <laughs> 
<laughs> Grammy and Grumpy. That's instead of you know Grandma and Grandpa. So I think I call him Grumpy, but Grumpy. that gets weird. How many no, but on the on the road, I try not. I, I call him Rick. Just you know, I don't want him to ever be like, "Oh, my dad wants right. me to do that." Or, you right, know, right. Like, do you ever get you any know, blowback from that? Like anybody, like uh, no, right? Everyone in the band's cool mm-hmm. with you. Then no, no. I mean, I'm in, I'm in my thirties. You know, it's yeah. Like, Everyone's not pretty- like I'm fifteen. Going, you know, I'm. You know, like, guys think I'm yeah, some like, like Wolfgang uh, Van Halen or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, I, I'm not trying to ever knock him, but he was 15. Like, he'd never toured, you know? Yeah. I'd already been 10 years plus on the road. I had my own band, Harmony Riley, with my brother Miles mm-hmm. from 98 to 2004. And then I went to, you know, we toured extensively. And then I went out to L.A. and did all that stuff I just told you. So I mean, by the time I really got the cheap trick gig, I'd, I'd been on the road already for... 12 years you know and it's you have are, are all your siblings you have you have uh, three what uh three siblings are they all talented or is like one guy there's got to be one guy just like works in the gas station or something <laughs> the ugly like swayze my, my oldest brother he's a he's a salesman he's in he's in sales and, and um he's in the corporate world but he's a he was a terrific golfer he actually went semi-pro for a while huh. so, um, much, so much talent just, in one family i know right and then we have a younger sister so uh she She's she's uh, awesome. <laughs> she doesn't play music, but she, she tells in her own. So right. you're the only son then, or the uh, only offspring that plays uh, plays music, huh? No, no, no Miles. Uh, plays. My ex brother Miles. Miles Try to Nielsen. pay attention. Right, right. Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts is in his band, and they're they're fantastic. Everybody should check them out. Cool. I've um, heard you're a multi instrumentalist, and someone asked me to ask you if like if you were handed any instrument, like an accordion, a hurdy gurdy. Right. Like, would you be able to, how long would it take you to learn how to play it? Like, could you jam on an instrument the same day you found it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of my thing. I can never play sports. I was, you know, my hand-eye coordination is terrible, but my parents, they started me on piano when I was like six. And I think if you learn piano, you know, you have left and right hand and, you, you know, you can, you know, scales, you know, chords, you know, you know, rhythm. I learned the same way. I know. I totally agree. It's a granddaddy of all instruments, right? I think. Yeah. So if you can play piano, I mean, I started early on that and I think through that, that drums came naturally to me and then I started playing guitar and I was 12 and then, you know, I, I played trumpet in high school and it just kind of made sense to me where, you know, like hitting a, hitting a ball, just, I never could get that really to work for me. Right. Well, screw it. Well, listen, you know, you're, you're, you're touring with cheap trick. I think, uh, hitting a ball is overrated. Yeah, it's overrated. I know. <laughs> well, I, I remember but, the first time I, I, I saw you perform Dax and I was like, who the hell is that guy? And inside of 30 seconds, you won me over. I was like, that guy's great. <laughs> he's really good. Oh, oh, yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> is it, is it hard? I mean, you have these hardcore cheap trick fans. You got guys who have been following you around and stuff. And they're all like, you know, you have, do you have camps of people like, uh, who's this, who's this dude, you know, screw him. Uh, there's the occasional person. I mean, I'd say 95% of it's, completely positive and then there's those five five percent where you know it's right. never the same as the original band but which i you know i agree it's not the same but it's tough i mean you know time, whatever you know? whatever uh differences you guys have it's there's no denying that uh bunny carlos is one of the rock's greatest legendary drummers it's gotta be tough to oh without, without a doubt i mean i, I learned 60 percent of everything i know from him you know yeah and, I, yeah I, I liked a lot of other styles of music but you know, i would you know there's, ne- there's never there's no issue between me and him or you know i didn't I didn't take his job. You know, the job was there. They right. needed a drummer. You yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was just going to ask you. And like, I, I, I just happen to know all the music. You're uniquely qualified in that regard. Yes. <laughs> you heard yeah, it once I'd or twice. So. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, like, what you you know, b- before he left, just what was your relationship with him? Was it, you know, you guys were always like just 
you saw each other around like rehearsal time, you, you know, just you're. Yeah, I mean, I, I was living in L.A., like I said, for five, six years before, you know, this all went down. But and when I would come home, we'd, we'd play bumper pool. He's a fantastic bumper pool player. <laughs> so I on Monday nights, we'd, we'd go to a place called the North Main Tavern, which has since, since been torn down. But every Monday night, you know, it was a great jukebox. We'd sit and drink Heineken and play bumper pool and talk about music. And, you know, we went and saw Bob Dylan together, you know, in, oh, Jesus, when was that, 08? I think he played in Rockford. Right. Yeah, I mean, we're, you know, I wouldn't say we're great friends because the age gap is such a difference. Yeah, right, yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, we're peers, and, and you know, he's, he's my uncle Bud. How old? Right. Uh, uncle Bud. Right, how old are you now? Are you thirty. Uh, I'll be I'll be thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah, you you're married? I am married. You have yep. Kids? No kids. No nope. kids. Uh, all Good right. for you. So you can go on tour freely. And uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, this is kind of tough, it's, right? That's the nice thing. You know, I can we can I can leave, and I have to really miss too much about that. You know, having a kid right. at this point. So what percentage of your touring is in the States versus, like, out of the States, you know? Probably 80%. I mean, we're, we're about to go to Australia for, a, you know, a month, and we did a couple weeks in Japan last year. We do quite a bit of U.K., but I'd say the majority, I'd say at least 80% is the States. Where's where's your favorite place to play? Like, where are there, like, the crowds are crazy, et cetera, et cetera? For Cheap Trick or just in general? Mm. Well, either, but I guess... Well, well, no. Cheap Trick, they're just speaking in currently Cheap Trick. <laughs> Cheap Trick, I'm in Japan. That was obviously real special. Going over right. there, the crowd just love them. It's, it's, it's a whole different thing. But I, I, you know, I'd say that for any artist that plays in Japan, the, the crowd is so respectful, and they go crazy, and then they get real quiet. Mm. You know, and they want to hear what you're saying, so they don't they don't cheer while you're talking. And right, you know, yeah. But it's I, not like I, you're playing I, Philly I and they're throwing, throwing beer bottles at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lindros down in Tennessee and <laughs> Alabama. Just screaming about the right. Eagles and throwing a uh, you know Bud Lights at you. <laughs> totally, I know. Flyers rule. Is 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 Budokan still a place? A thing? Is it still around? <laughs> is it still a place? Is it oh yeah, that's a, it's a big. It's, a, it's an arena. It's a sumo wrestling arena. Ah, okay. In Tokyo, and that's but yeah, a lot of bands play there now because of how famous the Cheap Trick album. Is. I think. The Beatles did an album there. Dylan did maybe, or wow. Ozzy did one there too. And have you, have you guys, do you guys ever return to Budokan to play or no? They did. They did the 30th anniversary there, and I think I started playing the year after that. Okay. So. Yeah, no. But we went back last year and did the 30, uh, I think it was 35th anniversary of last year. I think we went back and played in Japan, but we didn't do the Budokan. We okay. did a bunch of summer festivals. Yeah, you could see Tri- Cheap Trick uh, perform in Australia on tour with Billy Idol. Very soon, and not like I have to plug this. All these shows are sold out, right? I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I hope so. I, I know we're doing a lot of cool stuff over there. Some festivals, dude. The, the, uh, the <laughs> oh, cool. The Wrigley Field gig with Foo Fighters and Naked Raygun. I'm like s- s- super excited that Naked Raygun's on the bill. That's so cool. I know. Did you watch the uh, the Sonic Highways? The very first episode was about Chicago, and Naked Raygun had a huge part. Cheap uh, Trick had a huge yeah. part in that episode. I watched half of it, and then. uh a fire alarm went off at my job, and I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one, but yeah, it's gonna be cool. Like, we actually, I think we're gonna be one of the only bands to ever play Wrigley Field twice because we played last year. Um, opened for Zach Brown Band of all people. Wow. So, oh wow! It was a cool. It was a cool show. You know, forty thousand screaming people just going nuts. And that, that, I'm a I'm a Cubs fan, unfortunately. I think uh, they're gonna be good this yeah. year. 
Yeah, you know what? I mean, you got to be excited about the Cubs. I'm a Mets fan, so I mean, you know, I'm not suffering as long as you by any measure. <laughs> but I mean, we still we're awful all the time. And uh, yeah, you know, my my granddaughter died this year in '94, and he was oh, a Cubs fan. He never he never saw the World Series. I am the one oh. thing I th- I think about a lot though is if the Cubs actually win, I'm a, I'm I'm genuinely afraid for the city of Chicago. Like, right? The actual like, you know, I, know. I, I think people will die. <laughs> I mean, I, I can guarantee Look at it. Mayhem. Buildings will burn. It is going to be bad, right? I, I mean, I hope not. But I, I kind of sure hope not. I think, yeah. I think we're we're better than that. I hope so. I hope so. Next, I think you know Boston did it, and you know when they won after what is I think it's eighty seven years, right? You know, I think they 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 embraced it. They really yeah. Did it, I so. mean, if the if those if those churches in Boston could do it, you guys could do it without exactly right. <laughs> that gig at Wrigley sounds really awesome I think we're going to have to fly out for that John what do you say what do you say we go out there we were supposed to see you at uh, City Field I had tickets to see you guys but then uh, the gig the, got canceled it got canceled and then they replaced you guys with Chris Daughtry who the hell is that? <laughs> He's an American Idol guy. Does he know how to play surrender? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I ended up not going though. Ryan's yeah, pissed. I remember. I remember being really excited for that show, and it was canceled. I was yeah. so bummed out. We had tickets. Really. Uh, I was looking count. forward to that. I think. He, uh... Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> it, it was my call. You know, being <laughs> yeah. now that, any other right. he, You walked in. We know you walked into the van and started calling the shots. We get. It. Totally. Is it yeah, hard? I, I, I totally completely took over, and they listened to every word I said. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in a band like that, and you know, do you just like shut up? Like, or did, is your dad harder on you? Like, if you clam, if you like make a mistake, does he like break your chops about it's like, it? It's like whiplash. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Slaps me in the face, throws a chair at me. No, I mean those guys are excited. Um, I mean, without going too far into it, they really they weren't allowed necessarily to to switch the set list up for a long time there. And I think when I came in, uh, I wanted to really play stuff that I grew up being. You know, I'm a fan of the band. So I was like, let's play stuff off of Standing on the Edge, and let's play, you know, let's play Y O Y O Y off Next Position, please. You know, yeah. Let's do this song. It, well, we've never done that one live. Like, why not? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, so you know, I came in and we started doing like two and a half hour sets, which we cut down quite a bit. And then you know, we're doing ninety to a, ninety to two hundred and fifteen minutes at this point. Still, that's, you know, that's like, still a long, long set. Wow. Well, if you think about it, their their songs are only three minutes long. So you start, you know, we're doing thirty songs a night, but and Oof. you know. And it's, it's, like ra- it's, concert. it's rapid fire. Is there you, drum solos? I thought I saw a YouTube drum solo on there that you were doing. Yeah, sometimes in Gunnery's Hell, I'll do a nice long drum solo. That was at the end of the show. It's just killer. Right. <laughs> it moves. So it's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll do anything. I think we counted the other, a few months back, and I think we've done like 175, 200 songs wow. at this point with me and the band. Wow. 200 songs. Who else has yeah, 200 songs? The, the Beatles room. have like five songs. <laughs> bunch of hacks. What a bunch of hacks. They never toured yeah, either. Right? Yeah, they got off the road. You call that a band? They played 12 live shows. <laughs> did, I looked it up. Did Cheap Trick ever? Yeah. I was going to name names, but I've seen a few concerts recently of classic rock artists that, that we've gone on tour with. And, and you see them every night, and they say the same thing. They play the same set list. They, it's like yeah. so scripted that you're like, what fun would that even be at all? It's just a job at that point, yeah. you know? Although it, it is fun to open up with the. Uh, with the same song every night if you're cheap trick well we do hello there yeah <laughs> like, what, what do you want to open with i'm like you got it that's as signature as anything else that's it yeah. once you hear that song that gets everybody into it everyone's freaking out yeah ready perfect. to go i was going to ask dax uh probably obviously before your your time your tenure in the band but uh, did cheap trick ever play with the ramones uh, well yeah they did i know that one time they did i'm, I'm sure they did plenty 
But mm-hmm. I know I saw him play one time at Lollapalooza here in in uh, the Rockford area, in oh, Peconica, right. Illinois. They did, that was when Lollapalooza did a bunch of different shows. They kind of traveled. Probably like 94, then, somewhere around there? Right? Yeah, something like that. I, I probably was in high school. So I think it was um, the Ramones and Soundgarden. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good, great show. I think I remember uh, Joey got up and saying "Surrender." That's oh, kind wow. of surrender. Oh, that's, that's, awesome. Awesome. that's kind of the fun thing about well, Cheap Trick was one of Joey Ramone's favorite bands. That's kind of the fun thing about your band is that it fits into everything. You could tour with like anyone, right? You know, it's like, we do. I mean, yeah. we're doing Frampton this summer for a while, is, <laughs> and it makes sense. Know. Like Cheap Trick and Billy Idol makes sense. Cheap Trick and the Ramones, just Aerosmith, you know? Yeah, it all makes sense. It all does. I mean, they they toured with Aerosmith. They toured with uh, ACDC. They we did a couple weeks with Pat Benatar last summer too. It's the weirdest stuff. <laughs> when you but, play, you know, it all makes sense. You know, everybody loves them. Why you want me? Or you know, we can do a, a heavier set if we're with a more rocking band, or we can do a more pop set if we need to do that. You know, right. which which leads me to this question: what, What's the one band that you thought well, like was the the strangest pairing where you were like, "What the fuck"? There's no strange pairing. <laughs> you could pair Cheap Trick with anybody. Frank Sinatra and Cheap Trick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah, I mean, we did, what did we do? What's the name of that band? We did. Um, and we limp, limp did a few weeks of squeeze a couple of years ago. It's like tempted by the fruit of another. You right. Know? <laughs> yeah. Those guys are supposed to be like the weird, next Beatles. At, at the end of the day, everybody, you know, the crowd loved both bands. Cheap great. trick in the English soul band. <laughs> <laughs> now, will you take it when you play with the Foo Fighters? Will you take a two-hour break while Dave Grohl plays the entire set for all, in all the instruments? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everybody in there would love if that happened. But, uh, I'm I not think- giving up my rugby field chair for anybody. <laughs> Have What's you, your favorite number to play? <laughs> uh, probably, Jesus. I don't know. It's all. I mean, I love playing "Hello There" because, like you said, it, just, it gets the crowd going. I love "Of yeah. Saying" or "Hello oh, Kitties." Yeah. Mm-hmm. California man, dinner as hell. Come uh, on, it's got to be I mean, fun I'm, to play plus, Southern Girls. It's like my favorite cheap trick oh, song. Southern Girls, that's great. I mean, it doesn't really change for the drums too much, which is yeah. But you get to like cool swing, kinda. you get to swing it a bit there. <laughs> I got to ask you, Dax, what, yeah. what, what what do you think about the song uh, "The Flame"? Man, that's one of my favorite songs. Believe it or not, you like that song? Yeah, I like it just fine. I mean, hmm. I mean, for me, it's all. I didn't write any music, so for me, it's not like oh, it's somebody else's. Like, you know, somebody else wrote that song. It's not a sure. Rick Nielsen original. Yeah, so. right. It's a weird you know, for me. It, you know, I didn't write any of them. So for me, any of the drums I'm playing are somebody else's parts. So. Right. Well, I mean, you guys—that's part. They got to be part of the set, I guess. But uh, you know, growing up, uh, that was my introduction to Cheap Trick, and it was kind of like right. the weirdest introduction. Like, you know, that's—it's really not. I, you can't say it's. You know, there's any uh, uh, normal Cheap Trick or whatever. But it totally, you know, is not represent representative of the band. It, no, when you, not when, at all. When I you mean, go back me, and listen to the rest of the cheap a, tricks, though. Yeah, as, a, as Rick, you know, as a, as a family member, I, I love the song because it brought them back. Yeah. Like you said, you know, they were kind of back playing clubs, and then they had a number one hit with this song. Right. Which is, you know, it's a power ballad, if you, if you will. And, it's, and they would put it, it up on it. written by somebody else. They would put it on MTV besides, you know, um, it would be alongside of... Uh, the new, the late, the, the 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 glam metal bands and stuff of like eighty eight, eighty nine, whenever yeah. that song came out. I'm not the, sure of the year. I just pulled the, up that video. It's last the time. power ballad era, right? And yeah, then totally. it, it fit right, right in line. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I pulled up that video last night, and it's amazing. Like the whole look and sound. <laughs> it's like, well, all right, coming up next is Winger. The you production, know? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Here's some more Debbie Gibson. <laughs> no, it fit like a glove into that into that glam rock power ballad stuff. And Cheap Trick is still here. And they're still here, and, uh, you know, Brett Michaels is under a car somewhere, turning a wrench. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, they've had a bunch of ups and downs, but you know they keep going up and up. You know they keep they, they're still here. So it's just it's a test of how how good the music really is. You know, right? Um, is your how many instruments do you own? Someone asked me to ask you. How many do I own? Yeah. Oh geez, I'm not as big of a collector as, as somebody else I know, but <laughs> 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 I, I, I think I have about ten drum sets, ten Ludwig drum sets. I'm endorsed uh, by Ludwig, so nice. oh really? They let they're very nice and give me a drum set now and again. So I, I don't ever sell any of them. I, I keep them all, you yeah. know, what, different colors and sizes. Would you like to buy a half restored green Vista light kit, which I can't <laughs> seem, uh, seem to finish restoring? Maybe. You never know. <laughs> I just can't. I just don't have the time. I started restoring it like crazy, sanding it down. I, I had it looking nice. I got the bass drum all glued together, fixed. It was worse than that, actually. It was bad. The bass was, drum was completely cracked. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that. It's the, the worst part was that he started restoring it and started a thread online, right, amongst a bunch of gear nerds, I'm and then never completed this. it. Right. I totally didn't well, follow electrical. And so it keeps right. it keeps getting bumped up every once in a while. It's People gra- going, "Are you ever going to finish that kit?" It's my greatest failure. <laughs> world famous, world famous green vista light. Yeah. Uh, one day I'll do it. One day when it's nice and spring, yeah. and then uh, the guy in my basement moves out, I'm going to restore that thing and put it down there. God damn it! <laughs> you going to let him out of the cage anytime soon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he's too much. He likes it in the cage. I gave yeah, him. Right? I gave him. He's like an animal that you give him a key, and he just still stays in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh well. Speaking of uh, collecting, I went, your dad started auctioning off his guitars. What's going on over there? Do, you know, do you, can we buy these? Can yeah, I? I don't, you know, I don't really know. I haven't really talked about him uh. much about that. I mean, he's got so many. I think you know, he's not selling the, the his favorites. I think he's just kind of. I saw the video and he said, just, "You know, spinning out the herd is what I think he was right. was the phrase he kept using." Yeah, I think there was a bit of a misconception about that because uh, when your name came up uh, regarding this show on Facebook, people were like, "Oh, uh, Rick's selling all his guitars." I was like, mm, "I don't. I think he's only no, selling about I mean, if you look a few." At the ones he's selling, you know, they're like a couple thousand. He's, you know, he's not Jesus. selling. Couple the really prized stuff, I don't think. But you know, I can't speak for him. I don't. I, I don't really know. Yeah. Well, you know, I understand. Yeah, he's been away a long time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's got to make room for more. Did you feel like? Did you feel like? Like you know, I don't, I don't know. This is kind of weird. This is maybe a dumb question. You feel like, oh, this is great. Now I'll be able to tour with my dad, and we'll have like a, a reconnection. And even though you weren't ever disconnected, but like you know, I'll really be able to bond and like kind of like this will be a a great thing on two fronts i'm getting paid i get to tour with a great rock band and i get to hang out with my dad yeah i mean i, I don't know if i thought of it exactly like that but i definitely look forward to it. no you did you, that's how you thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm here to tell you anything <laughs> john knows he, he reads me a bedtime story every night and he talks <laughs> me in the bed. Like he and never then, did, and I right. did. But you know, you're an established man. It's not like you're the new guy. They make you drive the van and sell the merch. You know, you got people. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would if I had to. I suppose that's that's working for my family, John. Yeah. Uh, Rick Mur- <laughs> uh, Rockford resident Rick Murphy asked me to ask you about the Rockford scene and the Rockford Rocked group. Do you know anything about oh, that? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, on Facebook, I, I check it out all the time. They, they post all these great old pictures of like old restaurants and bars that aren't there anymore. It's, you know, there's lots of quizzes, like, do you know, remember what this place was called? You know, it's now it's a, a bank, but it used to be a restaurant or something, you know? Right. Welcome to New York. Or Rick Murphy, obviously not the interviewer that I am. <laughs> yeah, is it weird yeah. to be like, uh, wait, you, you go on Wikipedia and look up Cheap Trick and you're the one guy who isn't highlighted in blue and then you, we, can't, <laughs> we, can't, we can't click on your name? <laughs> no, I, I think I just avoid all things. I, it's one of those deals where 
Wikipedia, people can write whatever they want and they can yeah. change things. I'd, I'd, I'd rather not. Smart man. That 5% that you need to avoid. That's, 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 aforementioned. Exactly. that's exactly. That would write totally false stuff about That's me. exactly why there's that's not Tommy Rockstar Wikipedia. That's true. Right. You know, the the, the uh, bring back Bunny Carlos people are on Wikipedia changing your thing to make it look like you know, you're a child molester or whatever it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't think I could get in Australia if I was. Right. <laughs> so you're here to say you're not a traveler. So that's because, thank you. No, this interview no, has gone off the rails. Much. I apologize. Thanks for cleaning that up for me. Uh, we're here with Dax Nielsen of Cheap Trick. He has never touched a child, <laughs> and he's happy to be in the van. Correct. He's a married man. He has no children. That's how disinterested he is in the <laughs> That's entire how subject. The children I am. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, yeah. Oh, some of the questions here that uh, people have asked me. Actually, this is an email from a. I shouldn't even say. Who cares? Yeah, tell him. Sam, tell him. I texted Steve Albini. I'm like, hey, uh, you got any questions, for Dax uh, Nielsen? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll send you an email. <laughs> What did Steve Albini say? He said he was busy running a stolen guitar ring, uh, trying to steal the uh, the guy from PI, PIL's wedge bean bass or whatever the hell it is. There's a whole thing on. I forget it. It's a whole thing on going Steve, on. Steve recorded my first two albums, my first two like real albums. Oh yeah, that band Harmony Riley that I was telling you about. Ah, so, nice. You oh, were I playing. Check that out. You were playing drums on those. Yeah, I was. I was. My brother Miles and I were in a band, and he recorded those two records at, at Electrical Audio. Oh, nice, great, great studio. Good. He's a great guy. You studio have a, B. I'm sorry. Did you say Studio B? Uh, well, both. We did Studio uh, B, and then we did most of the drums in Studio B. We had a big, tall, tall open room, and then we did a lot of stuff in Studio A as well. So, uh, did you have to run up the stairs every time you wanted to hear the uh, the? the I did. Yeah, <laughs> eighteen at the time, so it uh, wasn't a big deal. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, you, you have that in common, Dax. Uh, Pat and John here, uh, they play in a band called Risk Reward, and they've recorded with Steve a couple times, actually. Uh, yeah, our, our, our only two albums are with Steve. It's fun. Steve's a great Fantastic. guy. Love that guy. Have you heard the uh, In Color? I guess you have. That's floating around the internet. I guess uh, Cheap Shark re-recorded uh, the entire In Color album. And, yeah, uh, they did Steve that one. Engineered yeah, I have it on my computer. Do you? What do you think of that? I think it's cool. I mean, the songs are so great that, you know, they could record it any way they wanted to. I, I think... Right. Every song would still hold up. Yeah, like I think about like so many you know punk rock records that I listened to growing up. They weren't great sonically, but the material was there. It was it was difficult to ruin. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, the, the original in color that Tom Wormy did it, it just doesn't sound like the band sounds live. Right. The, the Albini one, you know, his, he doesn't do any kind of frilly stuff on his recordings. It sounds like they played you know a live gig in mm-hmm. the room. And when you were 18, you went in there and you hit that bass drum and like heard it where you're like, oh, this is, this is freaking great. This is awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those drums, man. Being a, the first time we went in there, I played drums. And the second time I played bass and, you know, going in there and playing drums on the, and hearing it back is like, oh, my God. This is what a studio yeah. sounds like. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, we've had Thunder, to. Thunderous. Thunderous. Did you, did you inherit the uh, Ludwig endorsement? I, yeah, pretty much. I mean, Todd Trent who is no longer with Ludwig has known me since I was seven, eight, you know, seven years old, you know, through bunny, he got me a kit. And as my career got bigger and bigger, he, my endorsement level went up and up and now I'm a full endorser. So that's right. great. Well, that's a good thing to endorse because Ludwig drums really are the best. Oh, uh, you know, they're <laughs> making great quality products again. Fact, you know, every, every company kind of went through a funky thing in the eighties and nineties, like power times and all that stuff. But yeah. What's your you know, f- Ludwig's making great drums. Their snare drums are the best 
in the business. Uh, I think. And I'm, I'm a sucker but, for know. any. I'm a sucker for any of those three ply kits. Yep, the new Legacy Classics are the best. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of them. You have any vintage kits? Uh, yeah, I got a Vistalite, and I got what um, color? <laughs> it's black. Black Vistalite. The smoke. Metallica fan. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to have a black drum set, you know. So uh, you can't see through it. It's a black Vistalite. It's a black see-through kit. Right. It's black. Can't. It's no good. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put some Christmas lights in there. You'll see something go through. <laughs> Yeah, that would be cool. I actually, I, have to get, I, I took it out of storage there and kind of cleaned it up, but I, I haven't had a local gig to, to play it on. So, you remember guys used to always do that. They would like stick a bunch of Christmas lights inside the Vista lights to accentuate the see through. Like, like, yeah. hey man, if you couldn't see through them before, here's a bunch of lights. Or <laughs> check this out. But Ludwig actually sold a kit with lights embedded in the acrylic. Did they? They weren't embedded in the acrylic, but they were like they, it was like a whole thing. But the, the the power supply that went to them was a nightmare. You, I, why am I talking, Dax? You probably know more about this than me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've never seen I, a friend of mine did that with a different drum set, just you know, with a, 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 a white head. That I've never seen it with a, a Vistalite kit before. Yeah, there was a there was a Vistalite. There was the the Tequila Sunrise. It's the three. Uh, oh, the yeah, three-color like kit, the orange, and they sold red, them. Black. Yeah, and they sold them with lights uh, built into them, and it had a power supply, which was apparently prone to blow up. We're talking gear <laughs> to melt, melt the drums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, I mean, it would, it would add a little, add a little ace freely to your drum kit. <laughs> the whole audience like, yeah! just, just burst into flames every once in a while. That's funny. Mm. Do you ever play with? Do you guys ever play with Kiss? You must have. I had. I never have. Um, those guys obviously have a bunch. Yeah. As a real, you know, big break was with Kiss. Right. I, see I met Eric, the drummer, a bunch of times. He's a real nice guy. Eric Singer. Eric Carr. Yeah. Eric Carr. No, Eric, Eric Carr is uh, passed away. He's passed no. away, but no, yeah. Eric Singer, the current drummer. The current drummer is uh, okay. Eric Singer. Yeah. He was a great guy. I met Gene a bunch of times. And yeah. How's Gene Simmons? <laughs> he's a business. He's a businessman. You know, <laughs> trying to shake you down for money. He's a businessman with a base, base in his hand. That's right. Now that we're on the topic, can I ask you? I'm sure you've met every sort of rock luminary around. Who's the biggest asshole in rock and roll? Ah, classic question. You don't have to answer. Oh just... man, that's a bad. I can't answer that. I'm still on my way up. Still on my way up. I don't want to see way up. way down. We, just just so you know, that wasn't an ambush. We ask everybody in music yeah. that. All so. right. So just so you know, we'll put I Dax... tell you what, I, I can tell you about three or four right off the bat, but I'm not going to do that. Put put, put Dax down for. We'll a do bit. that. We'll do that over a beer in Rockford. Listen, uh, uh, that's yeah. A fun... I'd love that. I'd love that. We'll go to Mary's place. Dax said Billy Corgan. Write that down, please. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just Billy kidding. I'm just kidding. Billy had me uh, recorded on his last album. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? What were you, were you playing on yeah. that? Drums? Uh, yeah, drums. I mean, and he did like 150 songs. And the, the ones I did didn't make the album, I don't think. Right. He's very thorough. Like yeah, he's democracy. one of those guys like, oh, I've got 180 songs I want to record for this album and pick 12. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you even do that? By the time you start picking the 12, you've already written more so <laughs> steve told me to ask no, you to name really, all the famous people you've met and rank them in dickishness <laughs> so that's not gonna what, what the <laughs> just uh, steve albini has he wrote uh <laughs> rank the people in the biggest dicks name order. every single famous person you've met and rank them in dickishness all right we have an hour we're gonna go take a break and we'll listen to that tommy you take some notes oh that's what i want oh tommy rockstar biggest dick in rock and roll yeah. surprisingly <laughs> enough i'm with you yeah i'm with you too i agree <laughs> You know, I was going to play not crap, not crap with you, which is I just list a bunch of bands and you say whether they're crap or not crap. And now I'm afraid because I think, you know, you don't want to offend anybody. You seem like too nice of a guy to play that game. 
Well, you know, I'm always looking to get hired by somebody, so you never know. Exactly. <laughs> are you uh, are you friendly with uh, fellow drummer Josh Freeze? I've never met him. I mean, uh, my wife knows his name. That's how much I talk about him. Huh. But uh, he's just one of those guys. I mean, he's, he's played for everybody. And, you know, everybody. Just, I look up to him immensely, and think he's you know. He's uh, the he's current replacement guy, right? Devo and yep. you know. Anyway, I mean, you keep naming it, and he's played with them. Yeah, Guns stuff. of Roses, Vandals, uh, Devo, Replacements, everybody. Yeah. Plug that guy in anywhere, yeah. and he's he's total pro, pro gear. Nine like nails, you know. I think he did every one of the. Not that I love the albums, but you know, he's the drummer on all the Offspring albums, and all those wow. big hits they did. He's like the. I'm not, I'm not an Offspring fan, but I mean, the guy, you know, he's played on everybody's album, you know. Nice. And, he's, play, and and toured with you know Nine Inch Nails. He's like the cheap you know. trick of drummers. <laughs> he fits exactly. in anywhere. Can't really pinpoint what style he is. That's a crap for Osprey. Official. Yeah, no, he's great. I, I love Josh. I've never met him, but he seems like he'd be a cool guy. What about uh, Mr. Dave Grohl? Have you uh, met that dude? Of yeah, I met him a bunch. I mean, I'm, the first time I met Dave was when he was in between bands. He wasn't doing anything. I mean, I'm sure he was writing for the first Foo Fighters album, but he was dating Melissa Alkemar, the bass player for the Smashing Pumpkins at the time. So I met him at the Metro in Chicago. He was, he was just backstage hanging out, eating, catering. He just, you know, while his girlfriend was on stage. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> he was catering? <laughs> no, he was eating Oh, yeah. Catering. Well, well, you know, oh, he's eating catering. <laughs> like in between yeah, albums. Yeah. In yeah, he, was, he, was, he was in between gigs. He needed a couple of bucks. Dave Grohl is the kind of guy who's constantly on the move, you know? So, like, if he's not recording music, I wouldn't be surprised if he was catering, sweeping <laughs> up, whatever it is. <laughs> Try the penny Probably. on the <laughs> Drinking coffee. Who knows? Drinking coffee. What'd you do in between Nirvana and Foo Fighters? I drank a lot of coffee, and I. Uh, have came... you ever seen that video? That YouTube video called Fresh Pot. Yeah. He's on? No. Yeah. You've uh, seen I that? Have, hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to YouTube that. You're yeah. gonna watch it. He's got a coffee addiction. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> really? He seems so mellow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most caffeinated music I've ever heard in my life. Jesus, I know. I mean, that guy's just, he wakes up and makes five albums and. I, Who knows you know, what else he does? He well, just, since, he since just doesn't stop. You, you you said you're you're uh, you're you're getting up there now, and uh, like, an old what is up there? He's thirty five. I'm forty. What the yeah. hell? No, but <laughs> yeah. but no, but I mean, like you're doing kind of marathon sets. Like, uh, are there any cheap trick secrets to uh, getting through these sets? Yeah, do you eat a banana, drink water? What do you do to stop from cramping up? Because I'm dying up there on stage lately. You cut like, half oh, feet. Man, I- I just don't have, I don't have an option. I gotta I gotta do it. I'll get fired. But I don't complain. <laughs> right. Yeah. Risk reward has to book gigs between John's gout flare ups. <laughs> <laughs> I played on stage with the gout, my friend. I powered through. I powered through. And I'm only playing. You gotta the do bass. it. You know. You gotta man up. Well, we used to play in that uh, another band, which is like a hardcore band where I played drums in, and it was like I was throwing up in between songs, and that was like a 20 minute set. I can only imagine what it's like to play two and a half hours of music uh, yeah. every night. It's, yeah. I mean. I mean you know, you got to stay in shape. You exercise, but what do you do? Some uh, yeah, squat thrusts, ankle weights. The hard part is we we fly so much that you know we play a gig and we got to get up, crack it on, get on the plane, yeah, fly and then get there and then get in a van and then go to sound checker to the hotel and get an hour of sleep and then just really not a whole ton of time to exercise. You you guys are playing have... drums every night. So uh, right. Guys, got your own plane? Yeah, I was going to ask the same question. You got the cheap trick plane or no? No, no, by no means. Checkerboard uh, 747? All commercial. Commercial, for sure. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what, do you charter a flight or something? Or you just you just get on a regular plane? No, commercial plane. Hmm. American or Delta or United or... Right. Not Malaysian Air. We don't have to fly that. 
<laughs> Did Harrison, you don't want to get lost, yeah. Did Harrison Ford ever fly your plane? <laughs> no, thank God. So it's not like, you know, it's not like the Rolling Stones where there's like, you know, Coke and 16-year-old girls and it's, she's just on a regular plane reading a book or listening to your yeah, iPod. <laughs> I know, it's terrible, man. Can you make up some stories? <laughs> I don't have to. Just lie. I, I, I got some real ones. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. all good. I mean, we do we do tour bus. We do we do you know commercial. We do we do it all. Any way to get there, we have to. Any way to get there, we'll do it. Now Australia is a huge country. You guys get to be sticking to the coast because that's where everyone lives yeah. anyway. So, is it? Yeah, we start we start in Perth and then we go. I mean, that's the only thing that's over on the west coast is Perth. So right. We do that and then you fly over and then you do everything else and then we're going to New Zealand for a week and then back home have you ever have you ever been to australia before yeah i toured when i was drumming for brandy carlisle we uh did a two-week tour opening for maroon five wow your buddy ed your buddy adam and uh, <laughs> he's been on, my buddy he's been on the show is your, <laughs> yeah. is your oh because my picture is somebody made that that's a fan yeah. picture yeah. <laughs> that's a fan oh, made nice. photoshop yeah i would not put my own head on uh somebody else's body <laughs> and and claim it as my own i i, uh, I see i see I toured Australia in uh, in '98, and we didn't even make it out to Perth because it's so fucking far away. We just stuck to the coast. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's like where Los Angeles is, and then every other city in the entire country is Florida up to New York City. Exactly. You know? it's like, right. Yeah. So what's you the, don't really fly over just to play LA. What's, of, what do you think the average uh, time between gigs in Australia is? But if you discount Perth, not so bad. Right? I we're, well, we're, no, we're doing about, we're doing about four shows a week. So I think. We're, we're doing every Friday and Saturday, and I think there's like a Tuesday and a Wednesday or Tuesday and Thursday. You know, we're doing we're doing about four shows a week. We're doing about twelve shows, twelve fifteen shows. Four shows a week. Lazy. Yeah, no. Lazy, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Garbage. That's I thought you were in cheap trick. It's like ten shows not, a day. I'm not, not in Prince. I'm not like Prince. We don't play seven a day. I'm, I'm in Prince. <laughs> yeah, so gross. <laughs> That's another question. Did Cheap Trick ever play with Prince? Had to be. I don't know. Probably. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. That guy. Be lucky to get him out of the house. Oh, well, going down that route, who's the, like, your uh, most favorite comrades that you've played with? Like, you know, like, who have you been out on the road with that you like, God, guys here we just go. buddied up with? We're going to play with these guys. Thank God, finally. You know, B- Billy Idol's been breaking my chops the whole time. <laughs> We're finally going to hook up with, uh, you know, these so dudes. Uh, Aerosmith, Aerosmith got along with the band really well. Joe Perry's oh, yeah. favorite band is Cheap Trick. And nice. Stephen loves the guys too. And it's nice. That, they're probably all cool. sober now too, so they're easy to deal with. You know, for yourself, what was yeah. your, what was your best experience? Oh man, I toured with a band called Dawes. Uh, oh yeah, sure. D-A-W. They were they were fun to tour with. They're a bunch of young guys like the band I was playing for at the time. So you know, we were kind of all both coming up in the scene. So it was kind of that was fun. You know, no no big egos, no big tour buses it was just a couple of vans and small small clubs you know awesome and when you were when you were when you first went out on tour you were like 18 yeah yeah 17 i mean yeah to tour actually tour was 18 but i was doing weekend gigs when i was in high school still when you went out on tour when you were 18 how late were you getting it must have been <laughs> oh, crazy yeah. more ass in the public toilet seat <laughs> <laughs> 
Excuse me, we don't allow standing, that language Standing on, on a rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a golden god. I'm Dax fucking Nielsen. That's right. <laughs> That's not what he no, said. That was, that, was, that was the Dick Dale tour. That was, that was the one that... Really... Right. What are surf rock fans like? Are they? What kind of crowd is that? I've never been to a, you know, a, you know, a Dick Dale show. I mean, there's like the, the young rockabilly chicks and then right. you know, all the way up to like the 70-year-old dude, you know? It's like crazy. The Jake's told me some pretty crazy stories about Dick Dale. That guy alone has got a... Uh, some stories. Oh man, I, I swear, I, I saw more stuff on those tours. You would be shocked. <laughs> I told you. you can tell Jake, I'll tell you stories. It's just insane. Yeah. So you're saying Cheap Trick is relatively tame in comparison? Come 100%. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Dick Dale knows how to party. He really does from the um, stories I've heard. He's, he's, <laughs> you know. I, can't, I mean, I know this is, I could curse and all that on the show, but I could not tell you the stories that I, the things I saw on those tours. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting rehired. Listen. Forget all the other bands. You're in Cheap Trick. Don't worry about That's it. Right, exactly. He, he's contending that his stories are too filthy for the internet. <laughs> no, they're wow. too filthy for a married man to tell. A married man. Uh, and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want his wife listening. He doesn't fair want enough. the other, his pretend, <laughs> pretend, if he gets kicked out of Cheap Trick, which could be any hour now. He doesn't <laughs> no, want man, hopefully not. I don't want to fly home from Australia without and some gigs. That's a long flight to think about the mistakes you made on stage that night. Check this out. I got to lay over in San Francisco. Just sitting in that on that checkerboard plane like, oh, shit. Checkerboard totally. sucks. <laughs> I, no, I was just laughing because I saw your dad on a, on a, on a lawn on a checkerboard lawnmower the other day. I forget what it was on, like uh, Facebook or Instagram or something. I was laughing. He's got a lawnmower or a snowblower or something. It's like checkerboard. Yeah, John Deere, <laughs> snow, snow tractor, whatever it was. Yeah, cool. Dude, I, know a, I know a guy who... Uh, went to Australia on business, and he was partying, did a lot of coke, whatever. When he got to customs, they did a, like a swipe test on his credit cards, and they found traces of cocaine. Who right? did? Which uh, which a, customs? A friend of, in Australia. Australian customs <laughs> tested his credit card <laughs> for, for drugs. For drugs. They, get out of they, here. Check this out. True story. For a good close friend of mine. He, they swiped his card. They found traces of coke. They actually gave him an actual anal probe. And they, oh. yeah, they kicked him out of the country and told him he's never allowed back. And he had to fly. He la- he flew 24 hours, landed, had this happen, and he had to fly You're 24 hours back. Me. Yep. Which friend? Name yeah, it. Brutal. <laughs> old, old friend. Sounds like he got punked. It's nuts. Is yeah. he, I, I don't know. We have a lot of, we actually do have a, a, two or three Australian fans probably listening. Mm. I would like to know if uh, they think, that's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. I thought Australia was cool. This was, I don't know, about 10 years ago. Clean um, your credit cards, Dax. I'm, I'm licking my credit cards as we speak. Oh, man. All right, boys. Well, I got to run. All right, man. Dax, thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah. We really appreciate it, man. My pleasure. Let's do it again. All right, dude. Yeah, anytime good. you want. When you, one quick Talk question. When I get back. Dax, when you, when you come back to New York? Uh, this summer. I think in July or August. We'll okay. have to get together. That, awesome. yeah, I would love that. That'd be great. Sure. Let's hang out. We'll go to the Double, double Down Saloon. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Awesome. Good thanks, man. Juice. Dax, thanks so much. Really appreciate it, man. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. All right. Good luck. Have Be a safe. Great night. Take care. Later. Bye-bye. There he goes. There's. Oh, my God. I just, instead of hanging up on him, I just. You hang up on, on the, the show? show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect timing, at least. I just hung up on the entire fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> just go on the phone? I hung up on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Reconnecting to the show. Come on, come back, back. back. I hung up on the goddamn show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should do every night after an hour and a half. <laughs>
chat box is going the insane. chat box is going. I'm getting texts left and right. <laughs> I hung up on the freaking show. Is that how it works? We just call everybody? Instead of, ha- instead of hanging up on Dax, we hung up on the show. I hung up on the whole show. That should be like our epic end. That'll be like our Seinfeld last episode. We just we accidentally hang up on the show and we're out. Bum, bum, ba, da, ba, That's awesome. What a nice guy. That Dax was, that was great. great. What a sweetheart. Let's give yeah. it up for Dax. Huh? Yeah, thank you, Dax. If you're listening, I don't know. Thank you so much for calling in. That was fun. That was fun. That was cool fun. dude. Cool dude. I like that he uh, realized I was out of questions and said he had to go. That was the best part. <laughs> oh, we had him on for 45 minutes. It was not I, think, yeah. I, think, I think we were getting a little too uh, dangerous there, actually. <laughs> That's Dak Nielsen, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we just ruined his marriage. Yeah. <laughs> He's out of the band. Yeah. 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 He's sleeping in the garage tonight, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be playing saxophone for the Super Suckers next week. <laughs> Thank you, Dax. And uh, I hung up on the whole show. I apologize to the audience. We're back. <laughs> yeah, we are back. <laughs> We just interviewed a member of Cheap Trick. That's we pretty did. cool. That is cool. Thank you, Tommy, for making that happen. No probs. You're the best. You well, know, uh, Al Menz was asking me, how did, how did you make that happen? He was like, I'm like, I'm not, you don't tell your secrets. This, <laughs> we pretend that there's like a whole production team behind here. One guy. Yeah, one guy. Well, that's what we're going with. <laughs> no, he's cool. I met him. Actually, met him. next week I have a guest, I think. Nice. Uh, Can you say? Yeah. We, um, we should get the audience now paying attention while we got their attention. Right. Next week's guest, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Um, is a guy named Tony Retman. Anybody know who he is? Nope. Remind me. Well, he wrote a book about uh, New York hardcore from 80 to 90. Ooh. And uh, apparently I was like, uh, people were like, oh, you should have this guy on the show. And I'm like, cool. Let me uh, friend him on Facebook. And apparently we we're already friends. I don't remember that, <laughs> how that happened. So he, he lives in Glen Cove. He might come here. Oh, awesome. Or call in whatever is easier for him. But uh, t- he's written this. This, he literally wrote the book on on, Great. you know New York hardcore. So. It's not called American hardcore. That's a different one. Yeah. It's all about New York hardcore, agnostic cool. front, blah blah blah. That huge mini stigma, and we we'll call it a Jimmy day. G. Right, all those guys, all American heist, American yeah. hustle, American hardcore. Great, that sounds yeah. like a cool guy. So guest. We'll, we'll have him in. I was talking to him actually like five minutes before we went on the air. So. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Hey John, why don't you play some tunes? Nope. Oh, uh, we and forgot I'm to kick this heater on. We forgot to get permission to play Cheap Trick. Are we allowed to play no. Cheap Trick? He's, he's, you can't have the new guy in Cheap Trick give us permission to play 40 years of, uh, of 20 million of CBS records. records. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I don't even believe me. I have more music than I know what to do with. Oh, by the way, be- oh, before Dax called in. We could in, probably play the Albini stuff, right? Before, uh, I think uh, Steve might be uncomfortable with that. Okay. Before we interviewed Dax, we actually heard uh, Hurry Up Shotgun, Conan Neutron, and The Secret something. Friends? Yeah, that's Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends, which is actually Conan and Dale Crover from the Melvins on drums nice. and other Secret Friends. And before that, uh, Brand New Rutabaga, which was Shiny Destination, which is now on my, uh, as soon as I listen to it, it's one of my favorite songs. We have New Body Futures, New Hungry Man, and and some Torch, so we'll, Torche coming your way. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back with the Ryan game and the news, and we'll do all that Yes, stuff. that's right. All right, oh, here God, we go. There's a, a knock on the door. Time. Let's take a break. We'll be back here after this. Here he is. Here's some body futures. Mario. That was fun.
Can we get a CD player that fits the format of these CDs? the barrage we're back and we're back and mario's here stop talking while i'm talking thank you hello mario how are you so excited are you you're always excited i haven't been around forever where the hell have we been Uh, well i i can tell you one thing we took a schwitz together again as we as our usual pennsylvania trip goes and all right so cleansing yes (laughs) which microphone is here our yearly cleansing yes all right i'm on this one switching you're on that one yes i'm i'm hairdo tonight oh Something switched. Okay. So Mario and I are taking a naked schwitz with Ryan as as we're, you know, as we're wont to do. Every year. I'm sitting in the steam room. He's like, all right, get the steam room started because Mario has this whole plan where we're not supposed to watch the kids. He has to bring his daughter the, to the pool. Yeah, and I promise. His wife that. thinks it's family time and he just wants to take a schwitz. So he has this whole scam of how he's going to get other people to watch his kids. They did. They did. <laughs> the lifeguard and her friend watched them. So as I'm getting the steam room <laughs> heated up, like I'm sitting in the steam room by myself for like, you know, 20 minutes of this oh, yeah. public pool or whatever. And then t- 20 minutes later, in comes Mario and and he's with another guy. Well, and he's name? like, hey, oh, and this is Lance. <laughs> oh, that's right. Lance. <laughs> and here's some like surfer skateboarder guy named Lance. He was a skier, a snowboarder. Here's... This is my friend Lance. We just met at the pool. Now there's some other naked dude in there. He's like, yo, man, this, I'm so uh, stoked to be in the in the steam room with you guys. I like to puncture things. <laughs> like your ace. <laughs> Lance. Right. Reminded me of my old days, my my uh, German ward. Why do you, why do you bow to that? I mean, you know, Mary, don't you know the rules of a steam shower? You don't you don't bring another dude to the steam shower. No, I know his whole deal is. That Lance he... and I were talking in the hot tub. He was with his wife. It wasn't like hot he tub. Was, yeah, we were in the hot tub first, and we were talking. And he's very uh, outgoing. And I told him, "You ever tried a steam room here? It's one of the best. You can't get it in a three hundred mile radius of upstate New York or wherever we ha- we were." We're in Pennsylvania. So now uh, I'm in. I go in. I know he's taking a shower because he said, "I got to take a shower. I got to go out state, to eat with my entirely. wife." So I knew he was in the shower, so I yell out, Lance, get over here. Check out the steam room. 
And next thing you know, Lance is dancing with us. Okay, bro. <laughs> I had sex on stage in Amsterdam, my friend. <laughs> Philip Ruta. That was his name. Everybody flipped out Philip when I told Ruta. him how I took a 17-year-old yes, German right. boy around with me for three weeks when I was uh, oh, traveling Europe. He told this story in front of everybody about how he, he took this, this, this young German lad under my his ward, wing. His my ward. ward, yes. What was his name? Philip Ruta. Guest height. <laughs> <laughs> and how did that go for you? It was great. It turned out that he was uh, in the closet and he wasn't sure of his sexuality. And I would never come on you to him. You sealed the deal for him. No, because I'm a straight man, damn it. As much as I want to try to do other things, I'm a straight. He damn hooked it. up with Mario and he went straight back to broads. And I, <laughs> he was waiting for somebody to deflower him so to speak right but that someone wasn't me and i just hung out with him for three weeks and we drank got high we took mopeds to visit skulls in turkey and uh, we went to we were in jerusalem skulls. we were I all over myself yesterday oh, we were in a turkish bath that's what brought it <laughs> we went to a real turkish bath with a real turkish did man. you do anything straight here's the police mario great <laughs> <laughs> yes fbi you're on the air hi is this hot tubbing with lance Yes, this is hot tubbing with Lance. You're on the air, sir. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> dude, this is a like this story has all kinds of weird dripping all over it. Just like I'm sure it's actual hot tub. I gotta fix these phones. It was a, it was a steam bath time machine. We were going way back. It's cool. like a that's like the pick and save version of the the real thing, right? You you see it on a discount. You hope that people don't look too close at the title. Right. <clears throat> So I got I got one question for uh, Mario. There, uh, you going to be around uh, week after next, buddy? Who's calling? It's Conan. He wants to know if you're going to be around. Conan, Conan, I thought you were my friend Carrie to talk about my Clash project coming up. I'll be around. I'm always around. I've got nothing better to do. (laughs) Cool. Why? What's happening? Is it a surprise? I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, Conan's going to be here live in the studio. Oh man, I just yeah yeah. I just wet myself a little bit. Oh man, yeah, Conan. Cool, man. Looking forward to it. Uh, guys, uh, Hi. Nielsen. <laughs> Great you think? interview. My favorite, like, so there are many favorite parts. Uh, my, my, one of my favorites was when he, you asked to uh, name the, you know, whatever, rank the biggest assholes, and they immediately just, he says Tommy Rockstar. That was, that was the golden <laughs> <part>. <laughs> Number yeah. one. I got, yeah, I, I was kind of feeling him out. I, I didn't want to play crap, not crap. I think he would have just not crapped every band and said no one was an asshole. So we also didn't ask him. The sit or stand question, either. Ah, uh, well, he. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He seemed a little uncomfortable with that line of questioning, but like, you know, I, I, I think he, I think he would have been okay with sit or stand. I should have asked him that. Sit or stand would have been good. Crap, not crap, less good. Bob. I mean, it would have been good for us as the listeners. Yeah. But, uh, maybe not so much for him. Guys, you know? looking for work. We're, we're already taking orders <laughs> from the <laughs> boss man. Uh, uh, Hi. Old man, neutron. Hi. I'd like to. It would have been good for the <laughs> listeners if you did that, John. Step into my office. <laughs> this is killing any John. Firing you. Clean out your desk. We're trying to paint with a broad brush here, John. He's <laughs> going to come in and he's going to hang up pictures of families around here now. He's like, this is your audience. <laughs> Mr. King pictures everywhere. That's who you're broadcasting no way. to. When I, when How I, does you get a big Mr. P- King picture up there? How, how, Tommy? No, but my whole move when I, Conan pulls me into his office is I'm going to have, when he comes in here, I'm going to have pictures of my family on the desk, you know, so he feels bad to fire me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see all their salaries, Robin. You hear that like devilish laugh of his? He's not even kidding. Actually, to be honest, it's going to be a communal thing, and uh, I hope I pull my weight. But listen, I'm just the on-air talent. I can't be making bad logos all day. 
I'll do the bad logos. You By the way, the, the, the logo I made was terrible last night, but it was better than yours. Yeah, <laughs> but it was better. It was just as good as the other terrible logo that we. I had, had nothing so, to do. I, I, I sat on the couch and watched uh, uh, Pawn Stars and made a, a bad it. logo for I, Twitter. I do have uh, graphic design capabilities. You do know, you? Shall we just ask. Yeah, but not on the computer. That doesn't help us. If you do draw I will some. draw yeah. it, and then yeah, you wait, can scan it. Picture, it. and then like send a picture of it over to John through Facebook. You scantron it. Scantron. Scantron. Mario gets a correct tron for once. A, scan, a scantron correct logo tron. would actually be pretty easy. <laughs> that, that would be okay. Uh, uh, I got I got a real guy kind of uh, thing that uh, does a lot of graphics work for me that, that basically looked at what we did and said, oh, God, no. And right. is, is helping out. So uh, we, we've, we've got that on lockdown. Well, I look forward to it, my friend. Thank you for putting this all together. It's going to be amazing. Radio Nope is going to be a thing, and uh, it's going to be a 24-hour channel. It's going to be great. You will not need yeah, another I, radio station. Say yes to Nope. Say <laughs> yes to Nope. That's the tagline. I also, radio. I also would like to point out on this uh, fuzzy microphone that uh, by the time we launch Nope, the Live from the Barrage website will be launched that same day. Are you sure, my friend? Yeah. I can guarantee you that. You can guarantee it? I can guarantee it. Wow, that's a guarantee. You heard it here first. Now I, it, I would it, like administrative privileges. You're please. in charge, Mary. You're in charge no. of the whole thing. <laughs> We're not letting you anywhere near the website with your memory stick. I actually have my own website. Do you, you really? Wait a minute. Is there a Mario website? On webs.com. Free website hosting. <laughs> I built the New York City Art Teachers Association website, I'm proud to say. Is and it, I am the is webmaster. Is everything written in all caps like it is on the It's like GeoCities backslash. A lot of it is in caps, yeah, yes. Say, he made it, he made it on his web counter? TV. What's that, Conan? I was going to say, does Mario, do you have that web counter that like, they had at GeoCities days where I'm getting so many visitors, it just keeps turning around and around and around like crazy. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fully yeah, compatible with Game Boy Color. I was at an executive <laughs> board meeting where we were talking about how poor our web communication is. B-O-R-E-D. If Chooch's if Chooch's of New York could get seven hundred <laughs> members, why can't we even crush the one twenty mark? It's insane. Because teachers Why can't uh, we send a band to Mars? Other <laughs> other teachers see you spell and they don't want they leave the group. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong Tron. <laughs> You're, you have a master's degree. You, you barely spell yeah, cat. Yeah, I got that from your roast, John. You fuck. It's. I mean, you don't know where to put a comma after you're you're sixty. I framed, you got a master's degree from John's roast. I, fra I framed your roast and it's hanging in my wall now. There's a classic. It's literally a roast. I loved it. I love when Mario comes in. It makes me laugh. Make so fun much. of me some more. You sliced it. Sliced I will it. take I your comments and I will like frame them and laminate. I'm gonna set you all back. There he is. There's Mario, and there's Conan Neutron. Conan, I got to run because I, I think someone's calling me. I just I wanted to check in and make sure that uh, that nutcase there was going to be in studio. I like that. Oh, yeah. No, so. we'll make sure everyone's here. What I'm, kind of food do you I'll want? I'll even lobby hairdo. What kind of food right. do you want? Conan, good, buddy. what kind of food do you Wait, want? You want a calzone? I love calzone. Calzone's like seriously one of my favorite foods. Shall we do a Kazuga calzone special for Conan? Yes. Mario, all right. I'll give you a job. You're in charge of the calzone. <laughs> Bring Conan right. the calzone, and we'll all split it up. A nice calzone. Right. No less than $22. He's not going to pay for it. <laughs> I will pay for it, and I will collect a portion from each of You know how he's going to pay for it? He's going to make it himself. <laughs> he's got, he's got well, a guy uh, we'll, on the inside. We'll put it on the, we'll put it on the expense account. Put it on the uh, Radio Nope expense account. I can't wait account. to see you, Conan. Old Ben Neutron's going to call you right. into his office. We'll see you later. Take care, guys. Thanks, Conan. Thank you for everything. Right. Caller, you're on the air. Well, hello, boys. Oh, my oh! God. Oh! Oh, I have no 
talkie. I recognize that Why voice anywhere. Surely you can't be serious. Would you now? It's How have you Shirley. been? Surely. My God. I've been wow. great. How are you? Wow. I've been hanging in there, missing you, you yeah. know. Miss you too. The audience has yeah. been clamoring for a Shirley appearance for almost a year, probably. Wow. It's, uh, really yeah, it's been a while. It's been it's so been long out. that a regular on the show who has a new drawing of himself doesn't even know who you are. I have no idea who the person is. <laughs> oh. He gets a drawing. I understand. Uh, See, yeah. that's why I haven't been around. I get that's a little it. picture in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, win a date oh. with Shirley. How did the date go that we set you up on? That didn't. That that never happened. Did it? They're married now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three kids. Yeah, life's grand. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Mario's thinks Shirley's married with three kids. My kind mm-hmm. of wait. Well, I won that dating game, and I never got the date. Mario, obviously not with a master's in biology. Shirley, are you in Tinder? Yeah. Yeah. Why well, didn't that happen? But it didn't. It didn't. Neither here nor there. It's for the best. But, uh, it's for the best. I can't probably. Be- I st- I, I'm still mad that you I would ruin that. him. Poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley, thank you so much yes. for calling in. It's great to hear from you again. Uh, uh, I guess everybody wants to know how, to here. Thank you. how your love <laughs> life is, is going. Oh, you know, I, I there's been a whole bunch of stuff, I guess, as always. But um, when we were last left off, I was really whoring it up. And, uh, <laughs> Good for you. Okay. Well, you know, it writes itself. Well, this is what's but, messed um, up. Like, if you were, if you were a dude, it would be okay. There's a stigma that if you're a woman, you're whoring it up. It's bullshit. You gotta fuck somebody, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. We're all whores. We're all whores. Don't worry you know, about so, it. So, you know, Chat, Chatbot's very excited. Yeah. No, but um, uh, all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, you found Jesus. I was getting a little out of hand, so um, I was. I started looking for like a relationship, <laughs> and um, then the I met a man, and <laughs> I'm trying to put it in perspective here. Right. I, I met a man, and he told me a horrific lie. Okay. <laughs> and like men tend to I, do. Hmm. Like men tend to no, do. No, he, t- he told me his wife had brain damage, like oh. vegetable drooling coma. And? It was just a matter oh. of time. Jesus Christ. So just have yeah, no, it was, it was you know, that she was, you know, all sorts of laid up and whatever. I mean, we had hit it off. And, uh, it's you not know, really so like, cheating if your wife... Mario, shut up. Right? I, might, I might need this move. We need to hear the <laughs> guest. <laughs> Just saying, it's not cheating, right, Pat, Shirley? Pat's going to use this. Yeah, Shirley, go on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he, he told me that his wife was like, you know, a drooling vegetable. Okay. And um, Drooling vegetables, you know, by like, the way, that's one of the bands that Dax Nielsen started out playing great drums band, with. Great band. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, whatever. So we started getting it on. And then uh, his, then wife, his sh- wife had a baby. <laughs> While she was in a coma, I have. I, it was it was a miracle. I have to tell you something. The baby also has brain cancer. <laughs> yeah. As the barrage turns. Yeah, don't know how this happened, kind of thing. And I'm like, well, um, thank you. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> So, wait, so, so, I just, so what happened? I so thinned you're... her down, you know, cold my stables, got rid of all the men's, and um, 
yeah, stuck it out with one psycho for a year and a half. Wow. So wow, now, that's a long yeah. time. Now, now that's your I kid? know. I am capable of monogamy. I welcome monogamy, right. but sorry, you fuckheads kind of make it hard. And, so, and, <laughs> wait, you were with a year and a half with the, with the, with the guy who, with the brain cancer? No. Oh, a new guy. Yeah. And you're still going yeah, strong. Yeah. yeah. No, he was from, um, I met him on Plenty of Fish two years ago. Did he play so drums he and just... Cheap Trick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So he was, yeah. He was, he was a known player, let's say. Right. So now you're, you're monogamous. Yeah, well, we just, we just ended that. Oh, I see. Who yeah. are calling next week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Many, <laughs> um, many layers of problems. Wait a minute, but, uh, so are you on the market right now? Or are you saying you're totally free? On the market. She's not a piece of meat. She's a person. This moment, yeah. You know, Tommy is Arms and legs free. wide open. Tommy. Tommy. Wait. <laughs> he asked. You want to go on a date with Tommy Rockstar? Dude, I love Tommy dude, Rockstar, but he is otherwise betrothed. He's what? what? I'm what? No. A it's over. I think she said you're you're an awful toad. Oh yeah, I am an awful toad. No, no. <laughs> he's not an awful toad. Tommy Rockstar's the best. No, I'm I so. am, I'm single now. He's actually. free. I'm Haven't free. you checked his Facebook status? He's free. He's free now. Let's, I'm not kidding. Let's step into my Conan Neutron office. <laughs> oh Tommy, let me comfort you. I'm so sorry to oh, hear that. It's a bad break, babe. Mm. I can really use that. <laughs> you should see how you know he just put on this puppy dog face that he's been practicing for 20 years. You don't even know. He, I want to have sex. Yeah. Now. He's he still he keeps forgetting this is a radio show. <laughs> Charlie, uh, contact me after the show. I'll, we'll, we'll put after the show, what the fun is that? That look doesn't work on me, Thomas. I've tried mahogany, and I prefer a nice oak myself. All right, all right. Boo. Thank you. I don't know what that means. No idea what that means. Hook up with Tommy Rockstar. He's like an oak. He's tall. Okay. I, I've always wanted to, but you know, we were always just you know. Ships like, of the night, spinning right? out of control. Right. This yeah. is, He's a this sweet is an guy. interesting development. He, uh, he is totally single. You are totally single. He... Are you sure she's not in a coma? No, Nothing? no, no, no. They've, they, they've, agreed, up. they've agreed to break up. Uh, They're we, broken up. I'm this, not kidding. Does this mean she'll never do the news again? If that's true, I'm sorry to hear it, but, uh, you know, it's <laughs> point for me. Yeah. Hey. So. Would you like to do the We want to do, want to do the news next week? Yeah, we'll do a paired news thing. <laughs> the news? Yeah. You come in yeah, on Friday. Exactly. You and Tommy do a joint news session. Nudes. And, uh, you know. Is, you know, I can't see the hands behind the bar. You guys do whatever you like. <laughs> you have to create the news. That's the issue. Well, usually what happens is Tommy reads a story, then you read it much better. <laughs> right. That's the usual. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I just got out of a, what, four and a half year relationship? You just got out of it. We wow. just escaped two months ago. Wow, that's bad that you said that like that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to psychoanalyze you. Slowly yeah. departed, sadly, stabbed in the heart. Mm. No, uh, and so, yeah, I'm trying to do my own thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're still friends, so we'll see. But we're all grown people. You know, we're yes. taking a mature yes. route. You know, Tommy's a nice that's guy. I owe a vouch for him. He's a misogynist, but he doesn't know it. But that's don't hold that against him. He's a vegetarian, but he eats meat. Oh. There's so many things he doesn't know. <laughs> you can educate He's him. He's studying sure. contradictions. Yeah. A yes. man of, yeah. That's you can you change him. Oh. You want the complexity. I'm you don't want a simpleton. You can fix him. My, my I can fix him. Yeah. I don't think Shirley um, wants to fix him. Projects are my fave, but no thanks. No. <laughs> my, he's a project, but he's sixty percent there. I just finished with a project. It didn't go well. He's sixty percent there, no. Shirley. Oh. Simple Tron. Thank you, Kazoo. Correct Tron, bro. My my interest is mostly P because I've never met this girl. Right. Spell peaked. 
P-I-Q-U-E. Wow. Buddy. Rockstar on point. Yeah, you know how I know that? Because of a PK shirt is spelled the same way. No. In the merch it's not P-E-A-K. Mm-hmm. Don't forget no, the D. It's not. The masters, man with the masters. Master's degree, motherfucker. It's, if you if someone piques your interest, it's P-I-Q-U-E-D. That's wrong. Yeah, right. about when I climbed the peak and then I left it. No, no. Wrong, wrong. Hey, man, wrong. I got a one. That's why you never have a date with Shirley and Tommy Rockstar is totally in. 141 IQ, man. Not bad. What's, what, is, what does that even mean? Would you take an online quiz? Yeah. Fuck out of here. I can spell peak. He's a member of Mensa. <laughs> Dude, suck. Mental. Shirley, where are you calling from tonight? Where it's are you? Right mental. I am on my couch. Oh, really? What are you wearing? Oh, Jesus. No, I'm just uh, kidding. Uh, <laughs> approach. Where, where is your couch? What locality? Yeah, I'm, I'm a merry I'm... widow and some thigh highs, you know, because that's how I roll. It's, it's <laughs> tap out sweatpants. <laughs> Are you in the tri-state area? I Team building exercise at. t-shirt, 2003. <laughs> For security reasons, your address is withheld, but are you in the tri-state area? Yes, I am. Yes. Are you in the tri-borough area? <laughs> no. Think- are you right next door? <laughs> I think we've established that Shirley... The coals are coming from inside the house. Within, you know, you know 20 miles of our area, maybe. You know. So this can yeah. happen, Tommy. <laughs> right, you drive all over the place like an idiot, even though you live next door to the subway. Yeah, I do. You could totally drive out there. I think we should make this happen. This is not set up. This is, you know, Mario. This is Mario's idea. Do I'll, it. I'll tell you what. Would you do it? Would you? You know, Tommy Rockstar is a good-looking guy. Would you have sex with him? Just like if I if, was. A no, but listen to me. Shut up. I have always wanted to have sex with Tommy Rockstar. Wow. What are you talking about? Please don't listen to this episode. Oh man. Let's give Tommy the mobile unit. No, not as a bit. I mean, that's got to feel good, Tommy. Yeah. That someone no, says he's always wanted know. to be with you. It does, but I still have no idea what this person looks like. Who gives a crap? I guess really? not. I'm she a total sound, troll. She sounds, she <laughs> sounds really sweet. I'll tell you what. If you guys send a reality camera crew in. Stop with know. the camera. Why are you so Gosh. shallow? Well, because I got to give, you know, the show's got to get some. some I'm telling you, I know what Shirley looks like, and I think she's hot. How about, isn't that good enough? For yes. You? Hey, thanks. She sounds yeah, hot. No, I'm, I'm not disgusting. You know, I, I get laid on the rig. <laughs> <laughs> what an accomplishment. <laughs> so, yeah. Man. I'm no, telling you, no, I, I think mean, she's good looking. I'm gay. Too, but I'm just saying I'm not one. So. <laughs> hey, well, uh, You're so hung up on looks, Tommy. What's, no, what's I'm your not. Problem? Just, I'm just curious to see what this person, uh, her vibe is. But she sounds really nice and sweet and fun and easygoing. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's talk. Check her out. And if things work out, you got something going. If not, you'll probably get laid. Maybe she. <laughs> I don't know. 50, 50, how many years on this earth? And you're just figuring this out. Should, should, should Mario come as a third wheel, maybe? No. I'd be the oh. chaperone. <laughs> you want Mario to chaperone? Yeah. Chaperone? <laughs> Brilliant. Don't need one. No. <laughs> He's going to chaperone. Chaperone. You're a maroon. So. <laughs> she fits right in. I like her already. Uh, Shirley, have you been, uh, be honest. You haven't been listening to the show since we last talked to you, right? I didn't listen to the show when we were talking. Really? Very good. Tom is a good looking guy. He's six foot a million. And, uh, you know, he's got his little sweet beard and his hat on right now. He's looking all. He's raising one eyebrow and looking in the corner like a little uh, wounded puppy dog. It's really, it's really hot. No, he needs comfort. He needs, you know, he needs the comfort of my bosom. He does. Oh. <laughs> well, that's it. You just, she just revealed that she has big bosom. I, I won't complain about that. <laughs> <laughs>
all right. So stay on the line, and we'll get all the information. <laughs> stay on the line. Congratulations. You've won tickets to Cheap yeah. Trick and the well, Foo Fighters I go, I go at City Field. I go talk about love, and, and you make a love connection. Look at you. Look at me. Look, I hope this works mm-hmm. out. This would be great. Yeah. My show. <laughs> oh, please have sex with each other and then call back in. Please, please, please. please. Some Opie and Anthony territory right now. We have the date on the air, as Jill says in the chat box. And but you, Tommy only dates girls who turn away from him. So you have to you have to be sitting in a bar, facing. Yeah, the I know that direction. seems to be a common thread that y'all like bitches. I don't know. Mm. Well, I actually I once got. Yeah. I once got a book from my sister from Christmas, uh, around Christmas time. And Penthouse? Then, no, letters? the name of the book was called Why Men Love Bitches. Ugh. And I was like, oh, why are you getting me this? No, I like, yeah, a, I like a really nice, sweet no. girl, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. You know, I'm a handful, there's no doubt. But uh, In more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, but I mean, I, everybody wants their mommy. Right. Oh, not me. I, I don't. Yeah, bullshit. I don't care for the so. woman. <laughs> this girl, Shirley, you sound you sound very you sound very nurturing. I like that, Mom. Buddy. If you're listening, please turn your off yeah. your radio. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Mom. I'm sure you're a very nice lady. That was the worst. <laughs> like a, a month ago, my mom's like, "Oh, we heard you have a radio show. Our friends told us about it. We listen on the phone." I'm like, "Holy shit! It's all <laughs> it's the worst. Don't do it's that. over. Oh, don't no, do that. Don't do it." No. Wait, is this my mom Your calling? Mom's calling in. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, mom, you're on the air. Hello, no, no, sorry. Uh, my name is Carrie. I'm calling from. Oh, it's Carrie. Turn down your radio. Mario. Turn down your radio, please, sir. There you go. Thanks. Sorry. What, what's up? This is Carrie. Yeah, my name is Carrie. I'm calling from Mario. Hey, you're calling. Carrie. Uh, you're on the air with hey, Shirley. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Listen, we're on. We're doing a segment with Shirley, and she's going to have sex with Tommy Rockstar. So <laughs> why don't I really don't. I don't want to interfere with that. I just want to know where I could sign up for Troll Date. <laughs> Trolldate.com. Well, I think you answered your own question, sir. Uh, where are you calling from? I am calling right now from New York. New York, the New York area. Yes. And uh, would you like to have a date with Shirley? Hey, get off my territory. Would you like to cock block Tommy Rockstar right now? <laughs> Step off. Yeah, let's do that. What do you, have let's, do the, some. Let's, let's try the cock block. Go Co- for it. Cock block. What you got? Carrie, I didn't know you were going to yeah. get it. <laughs> Where's our, what do you look like? Well, I appreciate all that, but I am not calling a cock block, so I want to step out of that picture altogether <laughs> if possible. <laughs> Man, Why? Shirley, you were quick to throw me out of the bus. <laughs> well, she's looking. She's looking for the best option she can have. She found it. You know, I'm, I'm a working girl again. So come on. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want Tommy. He smells like printer's ink. <laughs> he shows up on a date. His hands full of ink. That's happened exactly. so many times. <laughs> what is that guy into? His hands smell like printer's ink. Oh, he prints, Plastisol. Prints t-shirts. Carrie, you still there? Yes, I am. Uh, listen, uh, do you want to entertain Carrie now, or can you call back in a little bit? Because we're going to get could, Tommy lucky. I here. could call back. Would you like me to call back in a little bit, I guys? Do, I do. I want to talk about your project, maybe. Give, they give me a minute around here. You know, they're pretty... Call around 1230. No, there'll be nobody here. <laughs> Thank you. But Carrie, Carrie's doing a, uh, a project that I wanted to uh, maybe bring up. It's quite interesting. Bring it up. Bring it up. What oh, the hell sorry, are we doing? What is, what is I, didn't, I didn't mean to cough up Carrie. Listen, this no, ain't Z100. I don't want to step away and I'll call back and say eight minutes at 1040. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Okay. Be listening. 
Shirley, eight minutes. Let's get, let's get some good stuff here. Back to the bosom. Back to the bosom. Stay with the bosom. You our had new, to go in there. Be our, back in eight. Thank you. It's our new program director, Carrie, from New York. <laughs> the fuck that is? That's true, Carrie. Mario's having his buddies calling. You right, can so see him on the new prices, right? I haven't heard from this guy in years. He's like, <laughs> he calls me tonight. He asked me if I want to do a, a, sh- a radio show. I'm like, well, I'm on my way to do a radio show. Come and on. here it is. Come on, Shirley. Let's blow this popsicle stand. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go, Tommy. Let's do Where are we babe. going? I'm taking you out for a night in the town in, uh, in Williamsburg. Shirley, you've won a date with Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> Come Yay! on now. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> radio magic. Shirley, do like Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One dollar, Bob. I, I think Lady Gaga is doing a great life in the alley right now, and she should roll with it. That's right. Nope. Were you listening to the whole episode before? Did you hear my story about her? N- no, darling, I did not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll have to tell <laughs> you what I did. She's already calling you, darling. Shirley has never listened to the show. That's what you want. You want a woman who's honest and who's going to tell you, listen, you're an idiot. <laughs> Screw, you know, stop being stupid. Or, or keep being stupid, whatever. John in a dress, basically. Yeah, right. Honestly, but, you know, if you're going to be stupid, you got to go be stupid by yourself. Sorry, that's how that works. With me. That. Go right. whole hog. Right. Right. We'll have a nice date, and then if you want to be stupid, go home and do it. Leave me out of it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like it. So, like, I'm busy. I like this <laughs> I'm busy. I got limited time to hang out with you. Go be stupid on your own time. Uh, I'm saying. So, and don't steal my shit. <laughs> oh, do you have that problem, guys stealing your crap? I would never. <laughs> no, but you know, just as a general thing. What's the worst thing you ever? What's the worst, worst thing a guy ever took from you and never gave back? Your heart? Originally. Oh. Aww. Red hot um, chili pepper CD. No. Yeah. No, I I fixed that thing back together. Don't worry. Good. But um, no, uh, I actually did. But it, this was like twenty years ago. It was a while. Um, I, I was working at a Mexican restaurant and I was dating a bartender and, um, I was living with a bunch of friends and he came to the house. I wasn't home. My roommates let him in cause he was going to wait for me. And then he stole my stereo, what? my boom box. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I didn't know that was you, Shirley. <laughs> oh, okay. You had a heroin problem. I didn't know about <laughs> So <laughs> this one, she's sharp. How do you hide the heroin? That's tough, man. I guess some guys could do it. But... Hey, Shirley, don't feel bad. Um, I was dating a girl once. I lent her twelve thousand bucks. Never saw it again. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this was on Tuesday. It was Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, but, you know those. If those are kiss, you know. This was I wasn't home, and he took my shit. <laughs> wow. I have so many dick pictures. Thank you. I'm sorry. I found a. I found. I found a uh, audio drop of you saying you have a lot of dick pictures. Wow. I have so many dick pictures. Thank you. I do have so many dick pictures. And you save them? <laughs> what are you a weirdo? Erase that shit. Dude, men tend to leave with these things. I don't. They're very proud. Shirley, have you done the? I tin- don't know why. Have you done? Have you done the Tinder thing or no? No. Okay, you're better I'm off. Old. I'm old. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have not done the Tinder thing. You're better um, off. You're way better off. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a little freaked out by that. But um, well, you don't need Tinder. You could just uh, 
You, you have Tom. You could just go out and meet a heroin addicted bartender who's going to steal your boombox. <laughs> You've got Tomder. <laughs> it's much Tom better Dur. in person. Tommy Rockstar Tender. Tomder. It's only him on there. That's the only guy. Just pictures of t shirts. Just keep swiping. It's like 20,000 girls and just Tom. Exactly. Auditioning for Tommy. <laughs> it's called. Yeah, I. I some guy actually did make a website of only him. It's a dating site, but it's only him. Wow. <laughs> date, datephil.net. <laughs> love me Tinder. You know, I'm six foot one, and, uh, you know, I like my ladies in the kitchen. Jeff starts a harem.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of him being a Jeff. Army of dicks. Starring Jeff. Kev.com. <laughs> like, exactly. Yo, Kev. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Charlie, for calling right. in. Is there anything it you would like to say? To you guys. Great I talking to you, too. Enjoy your company. Thank you. Enjoy Tommy. your company. I uh, look forward to hearing from you shortly. Yeah, I'll get your info from John. We'll uh, we'll see. make something happen. Uh, is it, Shirley, is mm-hmm. it weird uh, stepping into the shoes of a great drummer like Bunny Carlos? <laughs> What's a bunny Carlo? <laughs> well, that's where we're going next. We're going to Sorry. Monte Carlo. The only questions I had were the guy from Cheap Trick. Oh, a Monte Carlo? The car? <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird what? stepping into the back of a Monte Carlo. Listen, Shirley's been around. I actually, I've had sex in the back of a Monte Carlo. <laughs> of course, right. SS, thank you very much. My ex-husband. SS? You just, or we were dating, drove a Monte Carlo SS. How, SS. How, how guys. random are you people? Well, you're not going to settle no. for the base version. <laughs> you just gave us our next isolated clip. Well, yeah. do you know? What, do, you, do you know what a Monte Carlo? An SS stands for Super Sport. Was it's it Super br- Sport? Was, yeah. it, was it brown with uh, like yeah, red with, pinstripes? With like wine velvet teeth. Oh, I know that dude. That was. <laughs> can, I suggest a, uh, can I suggest a little game show with Shirley for the uh, for the for the show? Uh, yeah, whoever this is, go ahead. You have to talk to Ryan about Carrie. that. Carrie. <laughs> Mario Trent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carrie. Carrie, you called back two minutes earlier than you promised, but go ahead. I, I know it's only because of this this show idea, and I, I'm just going to throw it out there if that's okay. All right, let's go. What do you got? It's like it's like a it's like a match matching thing, like the three three guys, you know, bachelors. The and love, she's the bachelor love, love connection. We did this. Before. Yeah, sounds, we did, we sounds did this. like we did this two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Shirley. Shirley's got something good going here. I was thinking maybe they each have a car. A different kind of car. Right. And uh, they each uh, propose a date in their car with Shirley. So she's got to go gets to pick one. completely based on the automobile. All right. So name your child. Well, no. Two, two things. The automobile plus oh, what they're going to do together in the car. All right. Well, now you're making me uncomfortable. I'm a married man. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Here's, here's a better my, game. My car's too small to do anything in. I like your game idea, Carrie. We'll okay. name your first car, and Shirley will. Oh, uh, well, Shirley will uh, pick a date based on your f- the first car that you've owned. Okay, all right, Tommy, go ahead. Oh my God, you guys are never going to believe this, but this six foot five Viking over here. My first hey. car was a uh, little tiny blue Chevy Chevette. Tiny blue Chevy Chevette. <laughs> he, he used to tell girls it was a vet. So I did. I, at Herrick's High, I used to be like, a vet. you want to come ride my vet? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Tommy's got a blue, uh, an 88 blue Chevy That's Chevette, right. we'll say. And uh, Mario, go ahead. You had a, what, a horse? 
What's up with all these coach. horseless carriages? <laughs> I did have a, a, a Buick Skylark. Here's Mario on his horse. I have named this horse Skylark. What's going on with all these horseless carriages? Send a Tinder message to Shirley Van Goblin. Too sweet. Too sweet. I expect her to have this message in at least three days. Stop. Take a letter, stop. I want to be inside you, stop. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing you in a fortnight. <laughs> Mario was alive when, when Titpit. Tit picks took a month and a half by carrier pigeon. <laughs> he used to draw them. Used to write yeah. letters and wait for responses. All right, so Mario, you had, had to, a, they had to sit for a painter. Mario, you had a what? A seventy what Buick Skylark? I did have a Buick Skylark. What color? It was two tone. I know what Pat had. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't. No. Three letters. Nope. Really? You know, I'll say yeah. Pat's first car is not what you would think. I thought that Pat's was- first car no. is not a Volkswagen. Pat's no? first car is like a Pontiac Sunbird, right? That's correct. Yeah, oh, baby. Oh, I know his buddy. <laughs> I don't want to pass around, John. How long have I known Pat? Pontiac <sighs> Sunbird? He crashed on New White Park Road, I think. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> that was the other car. Let me just <laughs> let me just jump in for a second and tell you how great Pat is. I'm a huge Volkswagen fan and have owned many Volkswagen Beetles, but they've never left my driveway because I never learned how to drive stick. And when I told this information to Pat one day driving down Marcus Avenue, he freaked out, pulled in the back of a pa- path mark, got out of the car, and kicked me out. And I said, what the hell am I, what, what are you doing? And he's like, get behind the wheel. I'm going to teach you how to drive stick. And Pat Walsh taught me how to drive stick when wow. I was 18 years old. Oh, he See? let you hold his wow. stick. He was the father you never had. Did you worry about he was going to burn out your clutch, Pat? <laughs> no. That's how I learned to drive stick. Pat lent me his car. He said, can you drive stick? I go, yeah. <laughs> and I learned. Did you? By the time I got back, I knew how to drive stick. <laughs> it's very easy when you're not yelling at somebody. Sorry it's about true. the not, transmission. Pet. If you're not yelling at them, it's it's actually it's very I, easy. I, pre- I had I had my my son driving my car. Right. All I right, appreciate so, that, Pat. I forgot yeah, everything you yeah, taught going me. But in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Great. All right. So let's review. Tommy, you had your Chevette. car was a Chevy Chevette, eighty-eight blue Chevy Chevette. Mario has a, a Buick Skylark two-tone from yes, the 70s. I was 17, so it was a 79. And was Pat 80, had a uh, 80, 80, 85 five Pontiac, 85 Pontiac Sunbird. Sunbird. Then we get it Ryan in the middle. What color? What color? Silver. Silver. <laughs> All right, Ryan, Silver what do you got? Boy. I had a 1967 Ford Fairlane. Oh! oh he wow. did. Oh! No, you didn't either. He did. He really did. Oh! oh. He's not kidding. I remember him driving. <laughs> I remember Ryan driving around in this fucking thing. He really did have that car. Amazing. But Ryan's the type of kid you could have trusted with something like that. Like right. you could give Ryan like a vintage automobile, and Ryan would be like, "Okay, I'm going to take care of this," and you'd be like, "All right, fine." Yeah, I, I, I trust crashed him. that car three times. Did you? <laughs> yep. What happened to and that thing? Uh, I sold it. <laughs> crashed. I it killed three in, people. It was still in good enough shape. <laughs> I sold it to Andrew Dice Glaze. Oh, oh. I, I, I smashed it into Chris Pepitone's sister's car. Who does it? <laughs> Is that a thing? Yes. Actually, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. If I could tell you guys, when I one of the days I pulled out of the high school in the vet, and uh, I was kind of, but this is before I had any like a telephone or internet or anything. I was kind of not paying attention, <laughs> or anybody did. And yeah, working at Stanford. And I, we were all, all the students were coming out of the high school, you know, one by one. And I wasn't paying attention. And I rear ended. What high school lets students out one by one? Well, it's like a long driveway, you know. So anyway, all right. and I wasn't paying attention. And I ended up. Okay, now you. All right, Jimmy. 
Let's go. <laughs> got four thousand to go. You ready? Six o'clock. And I Sun's ended up rear ending somebody from you know behind. And I get out, and it's the most popular girl in school. And oh, I felt no. so embarrassed. Wait, Did you get a date? No, sadly. Time oh. out for a second. You got a court date. On the chat box. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to what high school lets students out one at a time is Columbine. Thank you, Joe. Oh. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, but that's a good one. Hi-yo. All right. Run, run, so, run, run. What about John? What was Ryan Collison with the Ford Fairlane. There was a mint car, but I, uh, I would say that my car is minter. Your it car was, was pretty badass, John. My first car was a hand-me-down. It was falling apart when I got it, but it was awesome. It was a boat. It was a, a 1984 Maroon Cadillac Coupe de Ville. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. You yeah. could lay down in the back seat without bending your knees. It was great. Didn't that car get stolen once, John? Yes. No, it got, right. I thought it got stolen. I lost it. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> John, John lost the biggest car I've ever seen in my entire Jesus. life. Right. It's I like, still have recurring dreams of that car. It's like losing a yacht. <laughs> I, I went to the police. There's a whole thing. It's and in the parking lot. Yeah, I found it like two weeks later parked where exactly where I fucking left it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I remember exactly. It was, I went to, it was, I parked it outside of Queens College to go take my, um, I had to do a, uh, what do you call that, an audition to get into the college for percussion. Over by McDowell's? Concerto number nine for violin on xylophone. This is my life, by the way. This is horrible. So I parked my car. Yeah, those in the audience don't know. John's it was classically snowing. trained. And yeah, so I lost my car. I thought it was stolen, but I found it. It was still a piece of shit. The guy, the guy I sold it to, <laughs> it broke down on the way home. <laughs> like later, Dick. What a scam! He bought my car and he broke down halfway home. Like, yeah, it's yours now, as is, buddy. Look it up. Wait, what about Drew Carey over here? What was Being his first car? Look it up. I would say look it up on yeah, the internet, Mr. but I'm like, Carey, hey, what was your car? Look that up oh, in your funkin' wagons. Uh, it was a Mitsubishi Galant. Yeah, you're right. Mitsubishi <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Galant. I'm in. I think I'm in. What the hell? <laughs> when did you learn to drive? <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> what happened? It's it's funny that you mentioned that because Ryan actually had a Honda Goofus. <laughs> Nobody gets it. Goofus and Galant. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. It's a highlights Never highlights. riff. My whole Cadillac Coupe de Ville is filled with <laughs> copies of highlights, <laughs> which I lure, I wanna, I wanna lure the women those, in. Is there a second question or there's just the one question? Come on. Just the one. I get, got all day here, Carrie. Okay. Here we got so news. who do we go out with then? I still got to play a game and read the news. Here, let's get a slow uh, Price is Right Shirley, who, let's, we, let who are we going out with based or on Jeopardy, vehicle? Jeopardy all right, Shirley, you have Tommy with his... What blue, was it? Blue Chevy Chevette. <laughs> Chevy Chevette. She's cracking up. Chevy <laughs> Chevette, yes. All right, you're going to get into Mario's... Uh, Two-tone silver Buick Skylark. Skylarking, baby. You're going to roll into Pat's nice. Pontiac, silver Pontiac Sunbird. Would you like to uh, ride in style in the fi- style of the 50s in uh, Ryan's Ford Fairlane? Or are you going to hop into the back of my roomy vinyl maroon... 84 Cadillac Coupe de Ville, which was like one of the first cars with a computer, which never fucking worked. In the- if he can find it. <laughs> if I can find it. And, right. and don't forget my Galant. And oh, yeah, also, oh, a yeah. Mitsubishi Galant. Galant! <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, believe, I believe Ryan has the contest beat. Sorry. Yeah! yeah. yeah. Ryan, <laughs> 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 you stole it from me! More like Ford Unfairland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ryan, the married man over here. <laughs> Ryan's like, mush! 
Everyone's <laughs> like, right. I had a piece of shit car. Ryan's like, my car was made of gold and came with a bag of money in the back. Actually, I crashed it three times. <laughs> There's right. a condom dispenser in the glove box. <laughs> <laughs> Love glove box. Congratulations, Ryan. You're the best around. Every girl wants to get into your Ford Fairlands. Yes. That's true. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the Sunbird was a sensible car, so right? Fun. Goofus likes to get thanks, in the back thanks. of a Sunbird. Gallant, Gallant gets oh. into a Ford Fairlane. <laughs> Nobody gets into the Gallant. Gallant. Does Shirley say goodnight? Shirley, are you there? <laughs> Shirley? Goodnight, yep, Shirley. Did they make you oh, watch that during, uh, Who's running the show? Like, cool? What's that, Shirley? Did they make you watch... Gallant and Goliath, or Davy and Goliath. That's <laughs> I want who's the All right, all right. Say the Ford Fairlane's out of play. Who, whose shitty car are you getting? <laughs> then, then it has to be John. Yeah, there's, there's, there's room to dance in there. I'm too. the second best. <laughs> I have it. Round. Happy second for John. <laughs> yeah, John's radio didn't work. <laughs> Just wait till my power steering goes out. You're gonna love it. I remember being in that car with you. <laughs> I, I that car is like a garbage truck steering wheel. You had to turn it like fifty times to make it turn. It I remember being in that car with you, John, and you, you there was a cassette stuck in the tape deck. Oh yeah, and That's and normal. you were like, and I started fucking with it, and you were like, "Don't even bother. It doesn't work. It doesn't work." And I stuck my finger into it and jerked it around. It started moving. You just looked at me and you went, "I hate you." What was the cassette? <laughs> Patsy Klein? What was he listening to? Yeah, what was it? Was it a Crocus tape? <laughs> I'm. I'm Probably screwing up memories because all I think uh, Gallagher had a uh, Hendrix greatest hit <laughs> stuck in the tape deck of his Chevelle for like two years. So every time he got it, it was like, no, 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 no. Every time you hit a bump, the radio would come on and you hit another bump, the radio would go off. It was awesome. My second car was a 69 sedan DeVille. Can I get a third place? For nope. That one? All right. Thank you. Let's move on. All right, listen, we got to do some stuff. Let's take a quick break so I can pee. And uh, thank you, Shirley. Thank you. Uh, what's your name, sir? Carrie. Carrie, Carrie sorry. Carrie. Is there anything very, e- very either nice of you? Nice to talk to you, gentlemen. Nice, Always fun. Thank nice you, to talk to you, too. I want to hear Carrie's project in 20 seconds because I was really fucked up when he called Carrie, me. Carrie, uh, yeah, hit it up. And Shirley, I'll talk to you soon, all right? <laughs> all right. Good. My feet are freezing. I'm wearing Bye-bye. slippers. Bye, baby. All right. Take, thank you, Shirley. Bye, Shirley. Carrie, what's up? Yeah, well, you know, Mario's a friend of mine, and we both are uh, big fans of The Clash, so I uh, called him up because um, I have a a, a concept I'm trying to develop to uh, try to bring a show about The Clash to Broadway. Let's do it! I'm in! Wait, Clash tribute band or Clash regular band? Uh, A show show about The Clash. And, 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 And to be honest with you, I'm not quite sure how to approach it because I know there's problems in terms of their breaking up and... Uh, getting rights possibly to uh, to their music, etc. But um, I just think that their lyrics and their music had such an impact on today. And these empty-headed kids are walking around; they never heard of them. Well, carry on. So I, I, okay. and that's just, just something I think would be um, a, a great a thing class to Broadway to show. We should so, call it Clash yep. on Broadway. Clash <laughs> on Broadway. That's this right. Is Broadway Clash on Pirate Satellite. <laughs> well, exactly. It's just all right there. Carrie, let's talk some real talk. Uh, we'll step into my office for a second. I, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, if you really want to do that, obviously your first steps is you have to approach those guys and the people who own their the rights and all that. The, the band sure. themselves are represented, but you have to put together a really like proper package where they would actually 
be behind it. So it's you got to take a lot of time right. doing well, a business I'm plan. Actually, you know? gonna, I'm actually going to write it. I mean, I'm actually going to script it in, 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 in some sense right. um, and, and, and then present it. And I agree with you 100,000%. Right. And, and also, it's important to have flexibility because, you know, you might give them a first exactly. look and they might want to change things or whatever. Also, it would also help if you have some sort of like, I hate to say it, but credibility and background in it, you know. So if you if you don't, do. if you do, okay, cool. Because if you wanted to partner with someone else who has done production on Broadway, that's also a great route to go, you know. Yeah, well, I I've, I've done a little bit of that, and I I know some people who who've done it a lot more than I have uh, as well. Great, and then uh, we should talk merch. It's going to be a musical. Merch. Tommy is the yeah. merchandise guy. So it's going to be a awesome. musical. Merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. Yeah. Absolutely. No, not. yeah, I want to know. Pat's got a question. Is it going to be a musical, or how do you? What's the rise? A play? What are you going to well, do? Well, you know, the the thing is, is that that that's exactly what I was thinking. And to try to do something like Jersey Boys with the Clash, I think might be a little difficult. Although it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. What I think that I'm I'm finding very compelling is our our first of all certain songs that are, are, are very, the lyrics are very dead on for what's going on today. Things like Lost in the Supermarket and Clampdown. Sure. Uh, of course, there are a lot of them, especially on San Denise. It's very hard to pick. Um, but what I'm also finding interesting is that they're, they're almost like three or four different groups in one. I mean, they're, right. they're, they're certainly a punk, you know, rock group. They're certainly a reggae group, I think, a bona fide reggae group. Yeah. Reggae ska, if you want to call it. They have some jazz songs. They certainly have some rap songs and had influence on rap. But they also yeah, also have a certain Broadway kind of uh, of element. They have a song called Broadway. You know, there's like Jimmy Jazz and Brand New sure. Cadillac. To me, they're like these are like Broadway show tunes in a sense. They make great they make great dance great dance numbers. You well, know, Carrie, I was, uh, I was Broadway show it's starting to make sense though. He's right. Yeah. Carrie, I was going to say, so all kidding aside. and Joe were both best friends. <laughs> now they think they're both bell ends. <laughs> I was just going to say, from, and, from, seriously speaking, when you make... <laughs> bell ends. <laughs> I used to be a member of the clash. <laughs> Copper-headed. When, when you make I'm your... Th- I am Topper. <laughs> when you make your proposal, we're going to Jamaica. We're going to Jamaica. We're going to Jamaica without the rhythm section. <laughs> I hope this doesn't I'm alienate. Sorry, I what hope was this doesn't. Pat's <laughs> <laughs> going. That's I hope world. nobody gets upset. I hope my panties don't get wet. Oh, <laughs> Pat, you should totally be, take the helm of this class. Yeah, show. you should. What are you going to ask? Now Tommy? we're in the clash. That's <laughs> a fan of musicals. Who knew? Um, we're going to get the cash. You know, we're in the clash. We're going to get the cash. No, forego the cash. <laughs> I was just going to say, when you make your proposal, all getting aside, you should definitely reference the success of things like American Idiot and Green Day and all that, because that's actually yep. something comparative that, you know, from a business that's, standpoint. That's you know? a good point. Yuck. And, and, and I think comparing Green Day to the clash is like, and I, you know, you guys say what it's like, but. But well, certainly, the class, I think, you know, a lot more uh, to offer. Yeah, I'm just saying from a from a presentation standpoint. Yes, yes. No, I understand what you're saying. Yep. Listen, Karen, and I agree. I, I'm I agree. Glad you called in because these guys seem to know more about what's going on than I do. All I do is have fuzzy memories of the '80s and and actually <laughs> seeing the Clash. How many times have you seen the Clash? Mary? Not uh, not including tributes. Seven or eight. Seven or eight times. Yeah, I have the list here. I was going to go. Uh, nice. I saw them three. 
That's what brought this up. I brought, I, I dug out all my old Clash stuff after we got off the phone. Green so, Day I'm waiting for you. Uh, send me your information, Gary. <laughs> send me your information, and, we'll, and then we'll, you know, we could. We yes, can. I'm going to. Brainstorm I'm going to. Right, well, right tonight, I'm going to. Yes. All right. These people don't know I was in the Clash. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, contact my favorite band, Straight to Hell. That guy could play the lead. He's amazing. He's 22, and he's amazing. Thank you, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. It's a pretty good idea, actually. If you're I'll into talk that. to you soon. Long time. I haven't heard from that guy in like 25 years. Amazing. Let that raga drop, everyone. That's the name of the... I used to let that raga drop. Nice. <laughs> right, let's fire up the heat. Take a break. Well, listen, before we go, I have... I want 30 seconds. Can I have 30, Yes, John? go ahead. Yeah, because we still got the news and the game. So basically, when I talked to him, I pulled out this list. We talked about it when we were upstate. And I the pulled it out at dinner. List. I pulled it out, and I have a little thing. I think every week I'm going to give you one show, my rating, who I went with, what drugs I took, and right. what I thought of the show. You were a big guy for making lists So back my then. list begins in 1976 in December. <laughs> give me Black 20 Sabbath seconds. <laughs> it all started in 1975. What's the, the listeners drop? Tonight's highlight, tonight's highlight is... Yes. Apropos, because it is here. It is. Where is it? Give me a second. In May 17th, 1979, with a grade of B minus <laughs> at the Palladium, <laughs> first row balcony, second row. Oh, God. With my friend Richie Palumbo doing C and D, whichever those two drugs stand for. I wonder. My criticism was too much noise, a B minus. It was cheap trick. Ah, B minus for Cheap Trek. Uh, in what year was this? May 17th, 1979. What a music nerd. 1979. I was I, four years old. Every week, I will give you another concert. All right. I, I, like I have this. about 400 of them here. I love that you have this list. This is crazy. You know the the one list that you uh, had that your wife found? The forbidden list. <laughs> yes. Mario, Mario had What's a that? list of all his conquests. Well, man his wife is sweaty and small and <laughs> sweaty as me. I had an amazing amount of... Mario, I think it's time we turn you on to a smartphone. <laughs> I had, I've had about several hundred women on this list because if yeah. I didn't write it down, I He's would the forget Will it, and then I'm just like making this shit up. So if I wrote Will it down, I knew it really happened. It was so bad. You know how Mario can't remember women. names? He would call his actual wife Elaine 2. Elaine 2. <laughs> like how fucked up Not is to that? be confused with Elaine 1, a, a Martha-like character in my life. I, Elaine 2, back to Boner Beach. <laughs> Because when I first started dating my wife, the love of my life, she was the real Elaine, the one I've been waiting for. But I had dated this Elaine on and off for like 10 years. She was a crazy bitch. I love you, Elaine. I'm sorry, but you were crazy. And and we met. At, we went listening. to Canada together. And that's 20 how we listeners. met. We I don't think Elaine a, one is one of them. An Elvis Costello show in Canada in 1979. It's probably on the Wait, list. Wait, so you called your second Elaine? Which so I, when I told everybody I'm going out with Elaine... Everybody knew my history. They're like, you're with Elaine again? And I'm like, no, that's <laughs> Elaine. I'm going out with Elaine, too. It's like a Billy Joel song. <laughs> the latest Broadway <laughs> musical. The Elaine point. again. The real Elaine, the good Elaine, is Elaine, too. But I have to tell you, Elaine won, straightened out her act. The follow-up to the smash. Got Broadway a musical. breast augmentation, and she's doing quite well. So. And you did whippets that night. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine 3. Elaine 2. Seeing Electric Light Orchestra <laughs> in Canada. Double. 
<laughs> Elaine two is the best. I don't know how she puts up with your mescaline. dirty ass. Double barrel hits a mescaline. We'll be back uh, in one moment. We'll be. I'm, I'm serious. For yeah. those this break is this is gonna last like two, two minutes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here's here's yeah, hungry. Letting me share. Here's hungry man with boner something. Stolen like, wallet short. Boner time. Be back after this, Mikey. You're here on the fan. Thank you. A late.
Garage in Queens, New York, it's time to play The Ryan Game. Yeah. Where we expose these smartasses for the dumbasses they really are. Here's your host, Ryan Collison. Let's move on with the game. Yeah, let's oh, move on with the game. All right, Ryan. Uh, you have a game for us this week, my friend? I do. I have a game. It's game time. Hello, everybody. All right. Uh, the name of the game this week is uh, Ask the Experts. Yeah. Uh, it's like the trivia games that we always play, except instead of uh, asking questions that I think you guys don't know the answers to, I've contacted you all individually. <laughs> and you, Wait, gave, you gave me the category <laughs> that you want me to ask you about. So one by one, I'm going to give you each 10 questions. I'm going to see how much you really know about this, I ca- like this. this category. You th- right. you this is terrible you because when you ask me, I don't know because I'm a jack of all trades, my friend, master of none. I gave you good. Uh, like I gave a, you good recommendations, and you agreed you to one of them. So uh, more like a jackass of all trades, right. master only, of some. Yes, well, that's a Pat. Walsh I didn't get a category. Sign. Well, the, the problem with Mario. <laughs> let me tell you this: the problem with Mario here is that I asked him last night while I was working on this. Uh, he responds to me at 4.30 this afternoon. While That's I, when it came through on my phone. While I, while I have one finger on the fader, and, and I'm trying to listen to what I'm recording with, the, with, my, with my ears, and, and I said, no, too bad. I already got a category for you. When you're listening to something, so, it's best to use your ears. I would like so. fine arts, please. And that's that's not what you're going to get. <laughs> you're not allowed. See, this is a time sensitive show, Mario. You can't go at three thirty and say, "I want want to do this category." You got to answer Ryan when he's when he's working on it. Yeah, I don't know how you guys communicate at lightning speed. We like this. don't. Well, I, like I text instant, Ryan. Instantly. It's a week before you know, he gets back. You know everything. I can't right. understand how you do I it. I just love that I, I, everything Mario says. He shouts. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't understand. Chat box will still rule, Jill. You're Wait, correct. You know Actually, I feel like we should respect the chat box for a moment. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Foley? Chat box justice. Yeah, that's Justin Foley. But you know what? Actually, I feel like we should respect the chat box for a moment. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Fuck the chat box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to start with uh, Pat. Okay. Pat, uh, these questions were prepared by uh, my assistant at work, uh, Jonathan Fang. Nice. Okay. What's Pat's category? I went to him because uh, Pat selected guitars All right. as his category. Guitars. Yeah. Mm, Pat like, knows a lot about guitars. It's he sure true. does. Uh, my assistant also knows a lot about guitars. So Is that true? Yeah, because I, I don't know Let's anything. Let's see, Fang. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody who knows more about guitars than Pat. Good so, luck with this. Whatever I'm asking you, I have no idea what any of this means. <laughs> I love this game so already. If, if, this, if these questions confuse you, goofballs. if these questions confuse you, just take it out on Fang. Is that what you're telling? <laughs> just, just think about Fang. how I feel. Fang. Is that his real name? Yeah. All right. Whatever. Yeah, he's uh, Taiwanese. Okay, Fang. Uh, I, I, oh. <laughs> I thought he sang for a late. You 70s. threw me the Asian he curve like right there. He, he looks like Wu from uh, Deadwood a little bit. Fang, Fang Dai. Fang Dai. Fang Dai. <laughs> All right, uh, number one, who patented the patent applied for humbuckers? That would be Seth Lover. That's right. Jesus Christ, Seth Lover. I didn't print the word fucking lover. (laughs) Whoa. Pat has the patent for, like, the Gibson guitar hanging in his bathroom. (laughs) Seth Lover. Uh, Eddie Van Halen buried his yellow and black guitar in this metal head's grave. Dimebag Darrell. Say it again. Dimebag Daryl? For the audience, Dimebag Daryl is correct. Oh. What did Eddie Van Halen do? He buried a guitar at Dimebag Daryl's grave? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. This Renaissance-era instrument inspired Richie Blackmore and Ingve Malmsteen 
to scallop their fretboards? Oh, that's the question. What, what's the Dick? instrument? Dick? Dick? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Harp the mandolin. Scoring. I told you. I have no idea what any Wait, of this means. Ask the question again. Uh, this Harps- is- I, no, I know what he asked. Uh, harpsichord? I don't know. No, it's the lute. Mm. No, oh, I so the lute. Mm. The harpsichord, Ryan, is a piano, but it plucks the strings instead of striking them with a hammer. Like right. Yeah, I know. I, I just, I didn't know. Two for three, not bad. Mm. All right. Uh, the original name of the Fender Telecaster prior to Broadcaster. a lawsuit. Broadcaster. Uh, <laughs> with the lawsuit with Gretsch is actually the Broadcaster. Uh, <laughs> I love Broads. <laughs> In the 17th century... Guitar, bu- guitar builders from this country popularized the addition of a sixth string. Oh, and that's the question. What, what country is it? That's Spain. It. Uh, the answer is Italy. Uh, Actually, in contention, Spain is also acceptable. Yeah, so well, you got called, it right. It's called no, Spanish that's guitar. guitar. That's exactly <laughs> what's written here. Yeah, Italians did it. All right, Pat's got three here. Uh, also, four. I want to acknowledge no, four. No, he's got four. four out of five. Four. I want to acknowledge the chat box. Uh, uh, number 30 with loot. Number 30 with loot. Number 30 with loot, motherfucker. Loot. <laughs> loot. Very good. Mad loot. Uh, Give me right. the loot. Give K- me the loot. Kaza- uh, <laughs> Kazuga's getting Spain as well. Jill getting Spain. Ding, ding. Wow. Let's do it. Uh, in uh, At the Monterey Pop Festival, when Jimi Hendrix lit his uh, Stratocaster on fire, who was given the burnt guitar as a gift? <laughs> oh, uh, Zara. <laughs> Larry Fine. Frank Zappa is right. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Were you there? What the hell, man? You're scaring me now. Light yourself on this fire. This is a two-part question. This is a two-part question. Amazing. Who is the current owner of that guitar? Oh. Dean Ween. <laughs> That's actually uh, a decent Dweezil? guess. Dweezil is right. Wow. wow. Bonus point. Yes. Holy oh, shit. Pat knows oh, a lot about guitars and history. Guitar history. Buckethead. No, Kazawa. <laughs> Good guess, though. <laughs> it's not Number 30 with Tweezle. Oh, <laughs> I would have answered Buckethead just to get the laugh. Here's a fun fact. Kazuka's saying Bumblefoot. And then uh, someone else saying Picklebutt. Okay. There's a second Carlin part Reed. question. Here's a fun fact. I have the Buckethead hat from Mr. Brownstone's last show in uh, Barry Bowen. Congratulations. You're the proud owner of a Kentucky Fried Chicken Bucket with two holes cut in. Three more questions. On it. Yes. Three more questions. Yes. Who bought Eric Clapton's Blackie? Claptron. For a record-setting bid of $959,500. Ooh, almost a million. I don't, know who, I don't know who bought Blackie. Uh, Groove Dentist? Um, I don't... I don't. Mm. This is a hard one. Take a guess. Yeah, I don't know who... Uh, Eric tough. Clapton. It's tough. No. <laughs> I bought it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I needed it back. Uh, the answer is Guitar Center. Oh, really? Oh, oh fuck them. Well, you tricked us because we thought it was an individual like somebody, but you're very good, Pat. Man. Thank you. Uh, what do they do with it? Resell it for double? Impressive. No, they're just going to hang it on a wall somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. Some kid plays Fuck Stairway to Heaven on it. Yeah, and rip kids no, off. For guaranteed. It's installing humbuckers. It's in a case for like a million and a half yeah, at least. Yeah. You're Two right, more. Tommy. All right. In 1850, this Spanish guitar builder is credited with designing and re- revolutionizing the larger shape and fan top of the modern classical acoustic guitar. Santana. <sighs> 1850? He's been alive for uh, a long Craviola? time. Craviola? No, it's Antonio Torres. Oh, okay. Good guess, though. Wow, All right. Yeah. Now that's the And the last question. <laughs> Marty McFly plays this Gibson guitar during the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Fuck, I don't remember. Uh, ES-335? Oh, <laughs> 
three ES three forty five. Oh come on, oh, give, it give it to him. It's got, That's no, ridiculous. It's got the extra it's got the extra switch on it. It's a three forty five. You have to give that to him. No, nope, you're on, out. Dude. You're wrong, so, you're wrong. Wrong child. What do you think, Pat? Do you want do you get it right? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Jill <laughs> got Cordoba. Right, I'll give it to you. I'm not gonna fight oh. over it. Dude, that was so I mean, come I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If if it comes down to it, Right. Uh, if it's a tie paddle, yeah. If somebody, el- if somebody else clears clears it, so th- give that. But give wait me a minute. A, give me a mark with a well, question mark. Let me ask you one question though. If I didn't, if I didn't mention that it was a Gibson, would you have still said that it was a Gibson guitar? Uh, yeah, he could picture the red thing in his head. The big looks like a big Gretsch. I thought he was just going to say the name of the brand. I just, I, no, no. I, I just it was only it was I. Just pictured the enchantment under the sea dance when he was playing on stage, <laughs> right. and I remembered it was red. And so that's that's uh, know, Michael J. Fox's whole acting style. Sad. Look how yeah. surprised I am all <laughs> playing this guitar. Oh <laughs> my god, I'm so surprised. I played a 335. So Pat, uh, I did give you that point. I'm impressed by that. You got answer. seven out of ten. Okay, that's, that's six really good. So if it, if, it, if it comes down to it, you can feel free to wipe. Six that. in a question. Hey okay. Pat, yes, it's your cousin. Marvin, Marvin Walsh, you know that new <laughs> answer to the Ryan game you've been looking for? <laughs> well, listen to this. <laughs> we, got a, we got a bad line. Call me back. All right, John. All right, Kazuga. Good job. Get, Good job. Kazuga's getting it exactly. You get the best around. Here's your best around, Kazuga. Fucking chat box lobbying cocksuckers. All right, next player. Yeah. Did, they, did he get all the other questions? No. You got one right. <laughs> All right, John, I'm going to go to you next. Nice job, everybody. Uh, your category is going to be uh, uh, Godfather trivia. Oh, God this damn is, it. This is about Godfather, the first Godfather film. Now, I have a confession to make. Go on. I can't follow the plot of the Godfather. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Obviously, here he can help you out. <laughs> You're just like Italians running around I'm, shooting each exactly. other. Exactly. That's all I want to watch. I don't care about the plot. I, you just I, get excited every time you see Abe Vigoda. It's too complicated. I can't understand what's uh, happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number one. What is Don Corleone holding when he is talking to Bonacera, the Undertaker? Um, Don Corleone is holding a sword. No. It's a cat. He's got a cat no, on his lap. Oh, of I course. Say that. Did you just request this category so you could play the bed? I didn't request anything. I said, I don't want it. He requested it. He suggested it. I was like, I don't know. I can't follow the Yeah, you said go music, but go. we got two music categories. I'm ready to go. Thing. I'm game. I'm no pussy. All right. Where is Hyman Roth killed? Hyman Roth is killed at the airport. Be more specific. Um, In Israel. No. No. So he's coming back from Israel. He's in New York. He's in LaGuardia. He's actually coming back from Cuba. JFK. Miami International. <laughs> John's going to name every, every airport. airport in the world. O'Hare. The one where the planes come in and then uh, the Jewish Portland. guy gets killed. At the Teterboro Airports. <laughs> Teterboro. Idlewild. <laughs> Who is the last character seen in the first Godfather movie? Who is the last on-screen character seen in the Godfather movie? Sonny Bono. All right. I will say Sonny Corleone just... To- because I'm guessing. Nope, it's Kay Corleone. Who the fuck's Kay? Oh, That's his wife, Diane Keaton. You Diane seen this movie? Keaton's. Keytron. Keytron. They close the door Keytron, on her. Keytron, bro. I th- I think Diane Keaton is like the sexiest broad. Really? I can't stand her. Oh. Uh, you kidding me? No, it does nothing for me. Love her. Which character wakes up to find 
a horse's head in his bed. <laughs> All right, so it's a movie studio executive guy who's going to hire, hire the Frank Sinatra chooch. I don't know the fuck his name is. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I only seen the movie twenty seven million times. I, <laughs> what the I, fuck? No, I, I've oh, seen it at Seth least four Silverstein. times this year. It's Jack Waltz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. They, they filmed that at Hearst's old mansion. Uh, can I suggest? Uh, Did they? Mm-hmm. Yep. Can I suggest, in the interest of That's time, uh, Xanadu? What? That if we have, uh, we San cannot Simeon. be Pat. We have to. San Don't Simeon skip me, you fuck! I'm the host of the fucking show. You know Turn your mic off and shove it up your ass. You're out. See you later. No, but what he's saying actually makes sense. If he doesn't go past seven, then, right? Because Pat's got seven. Listen, yes. shut up. Wait, go ahead, we want to hear some nice questions, right. okay? Yeah, yeah. What's your problem? You guys don't know how a show goes. That's it. I'm don't move. Don't move, John. Alone. Goodbye. All right. Name three of the five families in The Godfather. Tataglia. Tataglia is correct. <laughs> he's angry now. He's getting it right. Corleone. 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 Uh. <laughs> Marvin Berry. <laughs> The Bumblefoots. Shut up. You're making me fucking, I can't think. Fuck. I know all the real ones. <laughs> Bananos, Chinese, Kazuzak, Genovese. Kazuzak saying a sorrow. I don't know. I, I can't get the last one. Fuck. Uh, this one you're going to kick yourself. Barzini. Barzini. I knew it was Barzini the whole time. Uh, Stracci. Barzini's. Cuneo. <laughs> Which three actors were nominated in a supporting role for the uh, John Cazale for their performance in The Godfather? John uh, Cazale. No. What? He didn't get nominated. You're out of your mind. I am not. All right, uh, James Con. What does Ryan know about film? That's right. Um. Uh. uh Robert D. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Bobby D. The other Bobby D. Fucking the guy from, oh my God, I'm drunk. The guy from fucking Apocalypse <laughs> Now. He's in everything. All right, close enough. All right, thank you. And the last one. Oh, Duvall. Um, uh, the last one is supporting role? Yeah. My girlfriend. No, no, actor, not actress. Oh. Supporting role. Um, um, fucking uh, Time and Roth. What's his name? Everybody goes to the acting school. No. Oh. <laughs> Al Al Pacino. Al Pacino. How's he supporting? He's the Uh, fucking Godfather. Never heard of him. Marlon Brando won won for best actor. Al Pacino's not supporting. He was a supporting actor. Supporting my ass. He's the star. He's in the movie. Marlon Brando's in the movie for five minutes. Uh, Marlon Brando is is the headline of that film. Get out of here. And all three of them lost. That's right. What did they lose? The Dances with Wolves? Bullshit. (laughs) They lost to Shakespeare in Love. Jethro Tull? (laughs) Yeah. Who was murdered? Ma- you're telling me Al Pacino's not the lead in The Godfather? That's what I'm telling you. All right, your mind. I don't make this shit up. <laughs> Fuck, man. Support this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who was murdered on the steps of the Supreme it's my Court? Turn. I'm shutting your mic off because you won't shut the fuck up. I'm over here. Hey, yo. Hey, guys. I hear you bitching. Is this is this you talking or is it the drugs, sir? Hello. <laughs> who was Give murdered? Me a list. Who was murdered on the steps of the Supreme Court building at Foley Square? Oh, I remember who did it. That fucking guy is in all the movies. <laughs> that guy's crazy. He'll kill you. Oh, he killed. I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. It's Barzini. Fuck Barzini. Enjoy that free pass, ass wife. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Uh, move on to the next person. This is just embarrassing. <laughs> I got three more questions for you. Get one right. All right. 
what is the nickname of Virgil Salazzo? Enrico Salazzo. No, it's the Turk. The Turk. Thank you. That's one right. Who are, this one you'll get? Who arranges the meeting between Michael and Barzini? The fucking uh, sheriff, Burt Reynolds. Tessio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In order, oh, according to, according to Apollonia, what are the days of the week? Uh, Wednesday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, Monday. Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Wednesday. <laughs> you got zeros across. Zero, the baby. Let's do it. Damn. I don't care. I just like to watch Italians kill themselves. I don't follow the plot at all. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, well, name one. <laughs> Mario's talking to a mic. Gets out of work on. at three o'clock every day. Wow, what an what an embarrassment! Right, who wants like to go Mario? Next? His mic. I thought we were going to do the. I prepare myself for Mets trivia. <laughs> you've tried, you've tried my Bobby Bonilla. All right, you ready, Mario? I uh, I will, uh, in the interest of time, say uh, I'm out. I'm a I'm a pro, I am a expert on fine arts. He's the Mets mad, are just but he's a mad because I turned his mic. And back. I will say, good job, Pat. I think you're going to win it all. Thank you. We'll see. Do you know the Museum uh, know of Guitar that. History on New Hyde Park Road? Is that place any yes, good? Uh, yes. Yep. Guitar Museum, yeah. It's nice. Yep. Fat Chris. I've he, never been in there. I thought it was a front for something. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> he uh, does good uh, guitar repair work, I'm, I'm told. Yeah, I don't need to do the Mets. Move on. Let's, I want to hear some news and I want to play poker. Let's I go. My, I love you all. What I the fuck my is B, this? My B-Bender Telecaster me along from there. Here. The first I don't want to do the Mets. Like, I'm your fucking sled dog is Hit me up. No, no. Tommy. You've gone a little long. You, you entertained Carrie. That you, know, was you know what makes it long is that you keep interrupting everybody. Right. I want to thank you. That's what makes you. it long. Why don't I you shut the humble. fuck up already? Say thank you, Ryan. I actually agree with Mario. Let's, why let's you, move why on. Why don't you be humble for a fucking change? Oh, you oh. Oh, 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 oh. It's getting tense in here. Ryan. Get this from Ryan. Oh. All right, Tommy, you ready? Yes, do it. All right, Tommy selected... Guns and Roses. <laughs> Big surprise. Jesus Christ. Let's right, get a run. Now we got a game, ladies all, and gentlemen. Right, we got a game. Wait a minute. To be honest, I gave you three choices. Pizza, Guns and Roses, and what was the third one? I, I don't know if I could come up with ten questions about pizza. Yeah, okay. I didn't uh, get a kick third Kick your one. ass at pizza. Oh, Merch. Right. Merch so is the other one. Tommy, oh, Merch. I, I don't know. Here's right the setup. That. It's Tommy against Pat. Pat's got seven out of ten. Tommy's challenging uh, for the lead of the tie. Let's see what happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, which band member said, the fact that I'm from Indiana has no business being in my career? It's only one of two. I'm going to go with Axl Rose. It's Izzy. Fuck! Oh, I got it right! I whispered it in Ryan's ear. Even I know that. Guns the re- Roses the reason I said that is because Izzy never talks. So, anyway. Right. Duff is the youngest of how many children? Oh, shit. Ten. No, it's eight. Fuck. Ooh. I gave you a point instead of taking this one away. Stop you, you got eight kids. two. You got eight kids. One of them is bound to play you, bass I can Guns tell you Duff's real name, though. Who said the? Uh, no one. That's not a question. Who said the following about Izzy? <laughs> Izzy sits in the corner and plays his guitar. He's very sarcastic. Don't I, I don't have fine questions on Guns N' Roses. I'm sorry. Uh, it's perfect. Don't worry about. it. No, that's fine. Um, Axl Rose. It's Slash. Oh, my <gasps> God! Instinct. Oh, I, my, oh mine was this last Ax- question means that I win. Mine was Axl Is, too. I do want to hear these questions though. Guitar. Where did Slash grow up? Uh, Laurel Canyon, California. Wrong. He never grew up, man. <laughs> that's it's true though. If you read his biography, the answer is actually Stoke on Trent. No, 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 no. Time out. That's oh. where he was born, but he grew up in Correct. in L.A. Bro. in uh, in Corona. Moved on, bro. What was he moved, Stoke he moved to Los Angeles at the age of eleven. 
Yeah, all right. You can all right, so we're kind of, you know what? Right. Let me give you the point. Give him one. He's still Tell alive. Tell me, tries to keep the game alive. <laughs> yes. Staying uh, alive, staying alive. <laughs> well, you can tell by the way I wear my pants. I'm a disco man, and I like to dance. <laughs> no time to dance. <laughs> Who said, hey, this is pretty beat. What do you say we clear off one of those tables and throw it through one of those windows? Izzy. No, it's Axel. Fuck. Mm. All right, keep Ouch. going. Uh, <laughs> which uh, which uh, supermodel did uh, Axl Rose once date? Stephanie Seymour. Right. Date, he married her. Okay. God's yeah. sakes. She was did in the November married? Reigns video. The quotes right. are hard, man. I don't remember all their quotes. <laughs> yeah, that that tough. Can we stop talking about Guns N' Roses now? <laughs> yeah, it's over. In the interest uh, of time. When, uh, when, Izzy, when Izzy Stradlin was punched in the face uh, by, uh, Rick Vince, by Vince Neal. Yep. Who was he jamming? Who was he jamming with on stage at that time? I think it was the AMAs, and was it Aerosmith? It was Tom Petty. Ooh, oh, so close. Uh, who was the only member of the band to number thirty got it. get a high school diploma? Duff. Is he? Fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you don't know shit about Guns N' Roses. Had a one in four chance. These motherfuckers right. have one high school diploma between <laughs> the whole fucking up, right? crowd. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Uh, the video November Rain is based on a short story written by whom? Uh, Del Faulkner. <laughs> Shannon. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Tell <laughs> the funky Homo sapien. <laughs> no. Tell telephone. No. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I, I, I I don't know. I, I forgot. I don't know. You're close enough. Tell just del, knowing that it's Don't del. tell mom the no, baby tell something. Uh, del. It's Del Taco. What thank you. Del, sir. <laughs> wherever you are, Carla. <laughs> Del, it's on the tip of my tongue. Fuck. Delbert McClintron. Del E. Contessin. It's Del, yeah. What, what is it? It's, something. it's uh, Del James. Del James. I'm going to give it to you, though. That's his best buddy. How can you give that to him? Hats off to Larry. Uh, how many fans were killed during Guns N' Roses set at <laughs> Dunningtron Dude, in 1988? We were all killed that night. They were awesome. They slayed. Donning Tron? From what I understand, I thought it was just one. Correct Tron, bro. It's two. Ah, two oh. is the right answer. Sorry, you forgot about that. She was Sally. pregnant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tommy, you got three right. Pat, you got seven Open right. your mind, Quaid. Oh, wow. John's got a row of zeros here. I would have won, but I... I you got a chance. You want back you in or what? No, I don't. Quaid? Thank you, It Ryan. is. Here we got the news, dude. Yeah. All right. Are you still mad at me, Ryan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little yeah. bit, yeah. A little bit. Can you stay mad at me? Look at my face. Is Pat, is Pat officially the best around? Pat is the best around. Yeah. And now I've just changed the sounds. Thank you. You're the best. Everybody around. Yeah. Nothing's going to ever keep Pat down. He knows a lot about guitars. Everybody wants to. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, fellas. Nice. Pat, congratulations. Yeah. Round of applause. And you got all you got all the right uh, questions right that I didn't even think were real job, questions. Yeah, man, he was. No disrespect to you. Ryan, I just wanted to thank you for giving Carrie a small platform. I didn't want to take up more time. I no, know. Carrie was good. I like Carrie. And uh, I'd like to hear more about his project, and I want to play more games, but I'm sorry. I just wanted to get things going because I don't, don't, I don't care. I don't Apologize people, people off the air. Us. 
Total bullshit with Pat Walsh. <laughs> right. I, was, I just ran with it. I didn't really feel Good that Good job, way. Ryan. Good job, Ryan. Let's go. And now here's the news with Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Ryan, for that game. What a show. Non-breaking news. <laughs> Tommy Rockstar. Has there ever been a show where I tried to move it along faster and it's just not working? Yeah. Tommy, Tommy Rockstar's Bullshit. All right, Tommy, what do you got for us this week? Well, we're going to change it up this time. We're going to do all music news all right. this week. We'll keep it short. I only got three or four stories, so don't you worry. <laughs> Much like the music industry. You got yeah. three or four minutes. All right, here we go. One a minute. All right, uh, legendary purple-clad rocker Prince has announced plans for a series. <laughs> what? Legendary purple-clad rocker. <laughs> That's how I write. <laughs> <laughs> He plagiarized that. <laughs> I did. That's my Obvious own words. Place. He's like, that's some hot writing. I'm, I'm going to lift that. Oh, man, you, you got a job with any of the New York tabloids for sure because you fit right in. Legendary purple clad rockstar. You guys just waiting when you got a guy's going to jump in. It's purple the first sentence. Purple clad. Purple clad. The purple clad pugilist. <laughs> what do you think of that shock jock, uh, John Houlihan? <laughs> Let me tell you something about Prince. Go ahead, Tom. First sentence you guys go for it. I love it. Has announced the plans of a, ser- a series of spontaneous shows across the United States starting next week. The first date aptly titled Hit and Run Tour is scheduled for March 14th in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, venue details have not been yet revealed. <laughs> Thinking about kicking off the Prince Tour in Louisville. I know. But tickets go on sale Monday, March 9th at 10 a.m. local time through Live Nation. No other dates have been announced, though. Uh, given the nature of the tour, uh, expect announcements to come. In what do you work notice. for Prince? Who the fuck sent you? Dude, it's Prince. You're just doing a spam plug for Prince right now. <laughs> Listen, in related Where's news. the story? It's a story. He's going on tour. Oh, my God. You just sold Prince tickets on my show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the story is is that he's. The sto- if he crashes a helicopter, that's a Prince story. There's no promo. He's just going on tour and not telling anyone until like, the day tickets oh, go on sale. Nice. It's like a super fast tour <laughs> called the Hit and Run. He just awesome. told us. Yeah. Uh, in related news, it's been revealed that Prince has contributed a song to Rihanna's upcoming <laughs> album. Purple Highways. Thank you, because if. <laughs> Purple Nurple Highways, starring Prince. On to the next story. He also gave her VD. The band Metallica will celebrate this year's Record Store Day with the release of an exact duplication of the band's 1982 demo tape. Hey, I got that. Did you? I you swear to God, I have original? it right now. Yeah, really? I have the 82 demo tape. Ready? See hear that raw sound? Yeah. It's the one song that didn't make it onto Kill 'Em All. It's a few. No, it's only one that didn't go on Kill 'Em All. Yeah. This is actually pretty groovy. This sounds a lot like. In the daytime, I walk with a Sounds, sounds like the band from Almost Famous or something. Still water? Still water. Still water. You're going to need a toe tagger. Alright. That's actually not the real account. I had a feeling. The, uh, the 1982 demo tape, No That's Life. That's a drunken ZZ Top. <laughs> That's Faz F- Top. 
Thank you. Yo, Kev. The 1982 demo tape No Life to Leather is a limited edition cassette on April 18th. Metallica right. drummer Lars Ulrich said in a statement, quote... Drummer, in quotes. <laughs> in 1982, we recorded seven songs that became our initial calling card, known as No Life to Leather, and it led us to our first record deal. What the fuck does this stupid thing... This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the rest, as some of you may know, is history. On Record Store Day, the demo tape will be available as a limited edition cassette tape at your favorite neighbor, neighborhood record store or also on Metallica.com, which kind of defeats the purpose of Record Store Day. All right. Yeah. Uh, They're releasing a tape. With the, with the artwork made of Ulrich's originally hand-drawn copy. All right. Cliff Bertrand. Okay. Thank you, Kazawa. Kazawa. <laughs> and just so people know, the original No Life to Leather was recorded July 6, 1982 at Chateau East Studios in in California and contains the tracks Hit the Lights, The Mechanics, Motor Breath, Seek and Destroy, Metal Militia, Jump of the Fire, and Phantom Lord. Yeah, well, what's the song that's missing? This is a missing song. What, I don't this, know. What is it? This news is slower than my Pontiac Sunburn. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> that, no, there's one song that didn't make it onto, onto Kill Em All. These are the seven. Right. I don't know. What's, what do you got? Hit the lights. Hit the lights. What's the, the next me- one? The mechanics with an That's X. That's the one. Okay. The mechanics is not on any official metallic. Well, that was the early version of Four Horsemen, which Dave Mustaine re-recorded. Right. Yes. First. Yes. Yeah. Dave Mustaine wrote Four Horsemen. He's on this demo. Yeah. The guy's yeah. a jerk off, but he wrote Four Horsemen. Uh, yeah. But the, the lyrics of mechanics uh, leave a lot to be desired. <laughs> so news out of Britain. Here we go. According to sources, bats have finally uh, been having their revenge on Ozzy Osbourne for defiling a corpse of one of their species some years ago. The Prince of Darkness must now shell out $27,000 to have a colony of bats removed from his estate in Buckinghamshire, England. Heavy metal news with Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> Buckinghamshire. That's going to hurt him. <laughs> the bats Buckinghamshire. On <laughs> Trent. Proper. The bats were discovered while Ozzy was having his house renovated last year. <laughs> Poor. Ozzy has bats in his belfry for real. <laughs> with work halted un- with work halted until Ozzy would comply with the wildlife. The first I heard of this act. story. <laughs> wildlife. Well, the Wildlife Countryside he Act. Thank his wife for being an old bat. Yeah, it's like you're the animal worker who shows up to Ozzy's house, you knock on the door, looking to get rid of bats, and he answers the door, and you're like, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> really? Yeah, we, we said Do to you? stay stay away from the pesticide. <laughs> a local councilman has greenlit the bat removal, but a license must be obtained by Ozzy <laughs> to have them relocated to a special home. <laughs> the intricate process involved in the relocation costs tw- roughly twenty seven thousand dollars. If Ozzy decided to remove the bats illegally, he could face a fine of around seven thousand dollars per bat. Sharon, <laughs> See, they should be. There's a bat inspector at the door, Sharon. <laughs> they should, you know, if you're to, if you have a bat in your house, you should hire Ozzy. Yeah, I guess so. Ozzy infamously bit the head off a bat of a dead bat 33 years ago at a concert in Des Moines, Iowa. The singer mistakenly thought a fan had thrown a rubber bat. <laughs> I thought it was a dove. <laughs> when he when he picked up and chomped its head off. Not only to realize he was real, it was real. Chomped his head up. <laughs> he had to go through a painful series of rabies shots as a result. <laughs> and thought, lawsuits. He thought he was taking a hit off a bat. <laughs> <laughs> Much Listen, like the I guys found, in here. I found a half-dead bat once. Did you? Yeah. Did you bring it back to life? Well, I would like to say that I rehabilitated the half-dead bat, but I threw it in the bushes. Oh. <laughs> Norm McDonald over there. No, I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> hey, ever see one of those half dead bats there? And yes. you know, like, Does this ever happen to you? Yeah. You pick it up, throw it in the bushes there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I was like, I, and the kids like, what's wrong? What the hell is that? And this thing was fell out of the like eve of the this country house. 
It was lying on the floor. It was during the day, so I don't know if Oof. the thing's got rabies or AIDS or whatever, the bad AIDS. You yeah. Know? yeah. Bad AIDS. That bat? Yeah, threw, you remember, Mario? I threw, it, the lake. I threw it in the bushes on account of the black AIDS, <laughs> the bad AIDS, you know? So I go, this is cool like a fucking eagle eat or something. <laughs> Nature take its course. Yeah. No, 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 so no, 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 bad AIDS. Because yeah. the light was on. I had to get rid of it on account of... <laughs> on account of it being... On account of... Having rabies and uh, <laughs> You know, on account of like it was dying, you know? We're not dealing... <laughs> When not dealing with his, I had to get rid of the bat, and that kind of is dying. You know, I had to get rid of that. You know, it's like it's in my way. You know, so I had to throw it in. You know, yeah, I kicked it in the bushes yeah. there and yeah, got rid of it. So the, it was really bad because, like, the next day the bat was like in the bushes and no one ate it or anything. Oh. I'm like, I figured like worms would at least come. Oh come on, Ants. man! You gotta get, get rid of what? the vet hospital. Come on, vet, I tried to eat hospital. it, but you wouldn't let me. When not that dealing with his a fucking mouse. When not dealing with his wing nemesis, Ozzy is preparing to headline an event called Ozzy Fiesta <laughs> in Riviera Maya, Mexico. <laughs> hey, uh, you ever go to that yeah, Ozzy Fiesta there? I got I got to host a, a Fiesta on account of uh, I have bats in my house. Bats in my house. In addition to headlining my performance, other son. The five day Gregoro. <laughs> the five day festival will include a dinner party hosted by Sharon Osbourne with performances by other artists. <laughs> by other artists, and she has knives held to their throats. <laughs> a Q and A session with Ozzy, Banksy, <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, <laughs> a comedy club night, and a charity golf tournament. Comedy club night. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, I got to. Uh, I got to do this comedy club gig on account of Sharon Osbourne as bats. Somebody's got to pay for these uh, cigars, you know, on account of me being addicted to cigars. No. Also on Ozzy's agenda for later this year are month-long residencies at Las Vegas called Hellgate and a return to the studio with Black Sabbath. Ooh. A return to the studio. You know the last yeah. Black Sabbath. I got uh, to return, return to the studio on account of on account bats. Of- <laughs> I returned to the studio on account of a legal obligation there. I just ended up going to a wake and across the street. They got to wake and a karaoke. And I got my aunt dying. More pigs. I haven't. And Beatrice. Boy, am I glad I said Norm McDonald. And this is the, uh, this is the worst Norm McDonald impression ever. We don't care. <laughs> this is the last story, and it's actually a local story. It's a really uh, important one here. Is it about John? <laughs> you got to pay attention to the last story on account of me wanting to go home. <laughs> you know, I read the local news there. <laughs> this, is, this one's from, it's on the account of it's the only paper. Around. It's from the Penny Saver. <laughs> yeah, this is from the local Penny Saver in Whitestones. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this, and finally, this is the dumbest <laughs> radio show in history. I'm glad we were gone for three weeks to come back and do bad Norm McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> For 45 minutes. Yeah, well, this is a good one, though. This is a this is a good one. In local news, uh, Variety Magazine has reported the winners of the uh, MS- MPSE Awards, or the Motion ah. Picture Sound Editing Awards. Nora McDonald. Also known as the Mpsies, for short. <laughs> to reveal, he, wrote that, he wrote that himself. To reveal a local Queen sound editor having walked away with top honors. This is Norm McDonald here. Live from the Barrage Zone, Ryan Collison, age 27, has won the award for Best Foley Artist of the Year for his work on the comedy thriller Stonehurst Asylum. In a tight race, Collison beat out other sound editors such as Avi Landiato, uh, Patrick Smith, and Jim Gardner. Is this some kind of bit? No. Ryan, Ryan, really did Ryan win fucking won an award. I'm so Ryan beat yeah. yeah. 
And you beat Avi? I know, Ryan. You beat Avi? I didn't know Avi was up. No, I made that part up, but no. still. Nobody I knew there was some the, shtick involved here. <laughs> the Simpty Awards. Ryan, you're the best around. That's right. When, when, asked how, when asked how he would celebrate, Carlson simply stated, I'm taking Mario to Disneyland. And that's the news. You can dress me news. down anytime, Ryan Carlson. I'm so proud of you. Get, get up for Ryan. He won a fucking award and Variety yeah, reported on it. Yeah. That's right. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Listen, why don't you go Variety share... I, I Tommy reads news. variety on account of him, uh, you know. <laughs> I got a little news. He's in the, uh, What's your news, industry? Right? Fudd, Fudd news. brought White Castle, and he only brought enough for himself. Oh, oh. Fudd, boo. Where's boo. the Fudd truck? What is it, cuz? I haven't listened to for the poor bastard. You only brought White Castle for yourself? That's fucking cardinal he, sin, cuz. He's not even listening to us. Fudd uh, Thank you. And uh, that's quite a show for tonight, wow. I would say. I think so. We had yeah. a lot to do. It's been a long time. Since Amazing. Great job, Tommy. Great job, Thank Ryan. You. Thank you. Pat, Thank you all. Yeah. You've won the game. You're the guitar master. R- uh, Mario, you've ruined the show once again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you very Thank much. Our esteemed guest, Dax. Uh, Nielsen from Cheap Trick. Yes, Go see Dax. Cheap Trick on tour in Las Vegas, Nevada soon. And then soon after that, they will be uh, in uh, Australia with Billy Idol. <laughs> and Wrigley Field in Chicago yeah. for your Chicago contingent. Chica- uh, that's like August 12th or something like that. Uh, yeah. Foo Fighters, Naked Ray Gun. Naked Ray Gun. Yep. And Cheap Trick. Yeah. Yeah. Now, who's going to help me push my van out of the snow? <laughs> Thank you. We're all going to help push I'm not joking. Pat's van right here, out of the snow, and we'll be back next week with uh, the dude who wrote a hardcore book or something. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Later. So, so Norm. What? <laughs> <laughs> How to fit a guy to do the boobadina-madoo. Pretty much out of time. Into the